This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Want to watch this episode? Check it out on our YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash doughboysmedia. He weighed 119 pounds, and 19 of those pounds were cock. Countless versions of this quote have been documented, said by screen legend Ava Gardner in reference to her third husband, the anatomically blessed Frank Sinatra. Born in 1915 in Hoboken, New Jersey, with effectively two umbilical cords, by the 1930s, Sinatra was regularly delighting nightclub crowds with his massive hog. During World War II, this diminutive pipe swinger whipped his built-in jump rope to the top of the charts, as screaming Bobby Soxer women and hooting USO troops turned out by the thousands to get a glimpse of his jaw-dropping and throat-widening donger. Nicknamed the chairman of the board, Old Blue Eyes, and the cervix destroyer, in the late 1940s, Sinatra teamed up with fellow hogsman Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop to form the original supergroup, The Rat Pack named for the front-facing rat tails packed by these huge dick circus freaks. <laughs> <laughs> these five fuck machines collaborated on tours, Vegas reviews, and films, including the original Ocean's Eleven, a film based on the length of Sinatra's hog. And it's during the heyday of the Rat Pack that you'd find Sinatra at the oldest restaurant in Hollywood, handlessly touching the water in the men's room toilet. Sinatra was one of countless showbiz regulars who frequented the legendary steakhouse, where he'd hold court for hours, regaling celebrities like Marlon Brando and Orson Welles with glimpses of his big hog. Unfortunately for Sinatra, his peak in the 40s and 50s gave way to the 60s and 70s, when rock and roll introduced audiences to edgier, more innovative hogs. By the glam era of the 1980s, Americans were more interested in frizzy pubes than giant peens. But then, in 1993, just a few years before his death, Sinatra released his comeback hit entitled Duets, which explored a new aspect of his hog, his balls. It proved a fitting capstone for his ability to evolve as a meat marvel for six underwear-stretching decades. Sinatra died in 1998 at the age of 82, and his remains were preserved in two urns, one for his body and one for his big hog. But still today, 25 years after his death, this legendary Italian-American is fondly remembered for his staggering power tool that had the length and circumference of a tennis ball can. He also apparently was a singer. <laughs> and also still today, if you hit up Frank's favorite Los Angeles steakhouse, you can sit in the Sinatra booth, where his prize hog once rested coiled on the cushions like a just-fed cobra. This week, 
On the final new Doughboys of 2023, we return to Steak and Shake via the oldest restaurant in Hollywood, Musso and Frank. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the living embodiment of a weeble, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. That's how you want to end the last, the, the, the start the last episode of the year? Weebles wobbles, but they don't fall down. Mm. Well. How you like it? It kind of hits close to home, I'll tell you. <laughs> We'll get into that a little later. Uh, that's from Robert in Des Moines, uh, who dubs himself uh, the mayor of Mayo Chup. Thanks for all the laughs. Always feel sarcastic when that's sent in to mm. us. Uh, Roastspoonman at gmail.com. The mayor of Mayo Chup? The mayor of Mayo Chup. I don't think he has to worry about anyone else donning themselves the mayor of Mayo Chup. <laughs> well, we've already got our, our buddy Griffin is the king of Cranch, of course. Griffin yeah. Newman from Blank mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... But a uh, Mayo Chup perhaps is un- uh, unclaimed. Mayo chup, ketchup and mayo, basically. I feel like it would be. A yeah, pr- I think it's like ketchup and mayo. It's <laughs> trying to mayo, like be a... mayo chup. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I don't know. Hey, I, who knows? But I, I who, think we don't know for sure. We don't but... know for sure if it's if it's ketchup and mayo, but a good combo, I guess. Right? Like, I don't think it's a combo that I want to make. Fuck! A... I just spilled. Wow, he spilled. How bad was? Sorry, it? it's not that bad. Sorry, hold on. Well, I guess it looks Oh, out. you're going to spill again. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. So, Mitch, how are you? It's me, uh, Evan Susser. I am joining you guys as I do at the end of every year. Mm-hmm. I'm here. It's the year end episode, a little chaotic start. I was late where there's, where, where there's, there's just, there's a bunch of different. You want to get into your health issues? Well, yeah, I do want to get into my health issues, but I thought we would work our way into it. Nah, let's start right away. We're going to start right away. Yeah, while Wagner cleans up the spill. So, you know, earlier. I shouldn't have had three beverages in here. That's my fault. That's hubris. I got a coffee, I got a Coke Zero, and I got a bottle of water. At least the Coke Zero isn't opened. Uh, Not yet. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Emma, for being on the ball with the paper towels. Of course. She she knows who she's working with. Tissues, Kleenex, you're over the Doughboys. Modium, all of the important things. Uh, Emma, hit him with a drop. Oh, shit. I was getting paper towels. I wasn't ready. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. It's good. We're almost there. Here this it is. is. I don't want to do it. We did it, but we, I didn't want to. You but, wanted to. You wanted to. That's not true. Yeah, you did. You said Spotify is getting too much criticism from people. <laughs> you wanted to. Here's the green and the you but, wanted to. You but, wanted to. You wanted to. You wanted to. Why don't think you trust? I like that one. That's good. That's you. It's me. It features our guest and System of a Down, who I don't think has been represented in a drop before. Mm-hmm. This is this is the drop for Sussep. Uh, the for. Well, I didn't. I shouldn't say where we went yet. I guess who cares? It's in the episode description. Yeah, it's in the, the intro. Drop from on Frank Grill with Evan Susser episode. Hello, I'm a high school English teacher in rural Virginia. Wow. Wow. Thank and, you for your service. And you make my days easier. Wow. Thanks for all the laughs, Ben. December sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Wow. One wow. year ago. A year ago. Wow. Yeah. Look, 
I guess I'll... Ben is still listening to the podcast and mm-hmm. hasn't left the profession. <laughs> That's uh, I agree. I hope everything's good with Ben. I, I teachers get burned out. It's a tough job. It's a hard, it's not easy. Yeah. I come from a family of teachers. Yeah, especially with like these woke rules about the curriculum. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doughboys becomes way more profitable on Patreon <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Let's just say I got some old versions of Huck Finn I keep on standby. Jesus. Why? <laughs> I can't say that? (laughs) No. (laughs) I was trying to think of the controversial books. I couldn't think of any. That's not good. All right, fine. (laughs) Edit point. Uh, Wags, I come from a whole family of teachers. Uh, That's right. uh, My dad was a teacher before he was a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, My dad taught college chemistry. Oh yeah. Do you that. do you consider yourself a teacher in a way as a podcaster? I did. I have mm, taught yeah. some improv classes before, so yeah. I feel like that does count in many yeah. ways. Uh but no, the answer is no. Okay. Uh it's been a it's been a bad year. I, I called it a piss year at one you point. You did, okay, you have been calling it a piss year, and you've been trying to get me on board with it being a piss year. I've been a little bit more positive about it, even though I don't think it's been good, but I don't know if I would designate it a piss year. Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's a piss year for, for me. And look, a lot of good stuff happened. That's right. Uh, Twisted Metal came out. Mm-hmm. Wags. That's right. Mitch is, for people or audio listeners, Mitch is unbuttoning his flannel to reveal a Twisted Metal t-shirt, a thing you would not have been able to do uh, just a few short weeks ago when it's the sag after strike was still ongoing. And Wags. You buttoning it back up? It's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should probably leave it. I didn't get to say then. Yeah. That it was, I mean, like, you should watch Twisted Metal. It's on Peacock now. On Peacock. Streaming on Peacock. That's right. And uh, it was one of the most fun things I ever got to do in my life when I was down there in New Orleans. I, I had a blast doing it, and I think it's a great show. And you're great in and it. You're great in it. Oh, thank you, thank you. I uh, I was I was I was very uh, I was very excited uh, about it. And then so look, some of you know the the strike. It was just bad timing, but that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's champagne problems, as they say, mm-hmm. or and stare I, problems. <sighs> what? <laughs> sure, it's stare problems. And, but speaking of stair problems, stuff going on in my house. You know, the ceiling is collapsing. Maybe, what? maybe there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, th- th- maybe this little townhouse of mine is a lemon. Santa land is sleigh up there. <laughs> Way down with all your presents. It's unfortunately, it's not the roof. It's the the the. the, it's the oh, it's the, one of the it's internal. In between, ceiling. it's on one of the stair levels. Right. right yes. Yeah. But look, champagne problems again. Whatever. Yeah, I'm lucky to to have a place. I'm lucky to have a home. That's good. Yeah. Everything yeah, going right. on in the world is bad, that's but true. you know, some people I love going through a lot of stuff. Whatever. Right. It's 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 been a it's been the year has been. There's been some highs and lows, and I didn't realize how much coffee I got on my pants. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why did you want me to start the show? Right, keep going. Keep going. Why I'm did sorry. you want me to stop the show with my stuff? I don't understand. <laughs> I thought it'd be a good juxtaposition of. Weiger cleaning up a spill and you talking about because the stuff the health stuff I thought could be too heavy so I thought him still dealing with the spill would maybe just kind of balance it out a little comedy so stuff that stuff is too heavy I can't make any jokes you you get mad at my jokes (laughs) where I am here to be positive should I give my mission statement today no wait did you give the you you credited the dropper we did the teacher from what from Virginia Ben. Yes. That's right. That's right. So we should introduce our guest. I already did it while you were gone. 
Our just guest today, the commissioner <laughs> of the Doughboys, Tournament of Champions, Evan Susser is back. Hi, Evan. Hey, good to be here, guys. We're off to a great start. It's going great. <laughs> Can I tell the fucking thing? Please. So, you know, stuff builds up like it always does, and there's things, you know, whatever, and, and uh, overwhelmed, and I start to ask myself, you know, uh, why do I, I, everything I do, it goes wrong. You know what I mean? I, I feel that way. I don't a lot. think that's true. Yeah. I know it's not true. It's not true, but I, I started to feel that way quite a bit. Kirby shirt, too. So Sorry. I said, at one point, I said, You want a shout wipe? I would like a shout wipe. Jesus Thank Christ. Thank you, Emma. So, yeah. So, anyway, keep going. At one point, I I, I was dealing with sleep issues. I wasn't sleeping well. You might well. want to use a shout wipe on your pants, too. I in know. addition to the shirt. I okay. get, Sorry, go ahead, Mitch. It's just, this, that's not going to stain as bad. The shirt's yeah. light color. Anyway, go ahead, Mitch. No. I'm done. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to say it. I was just trying to help him out with this bill. I'm not going to fucking say it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Emma. Go on, Mitch. We we care about you. We want to hear what you're saying. Please, please go ahead. So at one point, I I wanted to get my sleep stuff under under wraps, and uh, that's right. And um, why? Because I I was talking to a doctor, and you said, and this doctor got suggested to me, and I was like, I don't know if I should go to this guy. And you said, you should you should do it. My mom said I should do I should do it. So I went. I also said you should do it. You also did say I should do it. So I got, I went to the doctor and he said, we got to get you, we got to get you a sleep study. I did a sleep study and uh, I needed a, I, every, every, I, I talked about this on the podcast, but every minute of every hour I was waking up with the CPAP. Right. So it wasn't, wasn't a good not getting results. restful sleep. Wasn't getting restful yeah. sleep. So I started to use the CPAP at about the beginning of October. Did you see that? I'm going to give you a Tide pen. Later. I did see that okay. too, but I think it might be overkill okay. the show. The show Sorry, right? go ahead, Mitch. Thank you. Fuck you, first of all. <laughs> what? I'm trying to help him with You're this You're a little bill. bullshit at the beginning of... Uh, the... No, I'm here to be nice. I'm sorry. So, I started using the CPAP. Jesus Christ. I mean, he's doing a lot over there. I started using the CPAP. I started using the CPAP. Yeah. Uh, about two weeks after using the CPAP in October, I got sick to some sort of virus. I don't know what it was. It's really good because you said you said CPAC instead of CPAP. That's a very different thing. CPAP. CPAP, yeah. CPAP. Again, Patreon exploded. <laughs> mention of CPAP. So I started using it, and uh, you maybe heard me saying how I thought my house was haunted on That's there. right. Not a good sign. No. I was maybe uh, a little uh, paranoid. Mm-hmm. My anxiety spiked. Right. Uh I, I, I'm going to be open and talk about this stuff because we talk about everything on this podcast. But my anxiety spiked. I was so jumpy. I uh, uh, I was paranoid. I thought someone was in my house. This is all real. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I didn't know what was wrong with me. It was very, very, very scary, uh, especially when I realized that I had uh, I had had some sort of something happened. Uh, there was some sort, you know, there was some sort of uh, there was something going on that I that I wasn't in control of or yeah. whatever. So I at least realized that my mom was coming out luckily anyway, since she came out and she's a lifesaver and I love her. And, uh, and, and I guess I, I'm on steroids. I'm on my last round of steroids today. Yeah. You're looking huge. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I, uh, it was either the virus got, yeah. like set me off or, uh, there's a million things it could be, but I also read that the CPAP can like fuck with your inner ear stuff and sure. that like fucks you up. 
I went to the doctor. I take eye drops now. It was like a million different things, but it was a it was it was a terrifying. It was the most scared about my health I've ever been in my entire life. For right for like, I I, I got like extreme brain fog for for four straight weeks. Like I woke up Jeez. and I and you're usually razor sharp. <laughs> what? You are. You're that was one of the good. quickest, funniest guys I know. All right. <laughs> I had uh, thank you, Sus. I uh I I for 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 a month straight I was waking up every day with brain fog. Uh and I was dizzy. I yeah. was almost falling over. It was very strange. Yeah. It was all very strange. I also was only paranoid for like two days, and that's also when I was like, wait a minute, something is wrong. Right. You know, I thought the house was haunted. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Mitch, we're, I'm happy to hear you're doing better. Weiger and I have both, of course, heard this before, so maybe that's why we're I'm being a little glib. But I am very happy to hear you're doing better. Yeah. Obviously, that's very scary. Mm-hmm. Weiger, I'm glad you were able to clean up your stain. And I'm really excited to be here. Great to a have year you. end tradition. It's Hold something to look forward to. What? You thought this stuff was too heavy. You wanted me to start the show you know off what? with it. You pinned me into saying it. You made jokes the entire fucking time I was talking about it. Maybe I am still a little kooky. Maybe you should be fucking nervous. <laughs> fucking asshole. He's on the roids. Yeah. The I have steroids and maybe I'm a little a fucking loose cannon now. Look. I don't want to fall into these patterns, the year-end episode. I don't want to get into fighting. I want this to be positive. I've come here as a positive force. I'm still foggy today, just to let people know. I, I've, it's, I've gotten better, yeah, but I'm still scared. I'm going to the doctor on Monday. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a long road. And, and look, it's that sort of thing too of like, oh, like all the. I think a lot of stuff just piles up. It's been a tough year, right? Uh, but. It is a celebration. Yes, it has and been also, a tough year, but I will say we've been doing these year-end episodes a lot. That's right. And every episode, I think, starts with a lament about how it's a bad year, how it's a piss year. And, you know, they can't all be bad years. You know, you have to, there have sure. to be some that are better. And I think if you look back Maybe at the they time, just are all bad well, years. But if you what look back you at the about? time that you've been doing this podcast, mm-hmm. look at all the things in your life that have happened You've had all these exciting acting career, you know, career developments. You've been in movies. You've been in television shows. You have a house that's falling apart, but still, it's great. (laughs) And you've built this podcast, which has a huge following, which you're able to, you know, do and bring so much joy to people. And that's happened along the way in all of these years that you've said have all been bad years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hey, maybe there's another way to look at it. Maybe there's been some positive. A good attitude. Yeah. I'm positive now. Look, I'm positive, too. And... uh, Look, like I said, the Twisted Metal is one of the most fun things, and I can promote it now. Yeah. And maybe at the end of the episode, maybe there'll be a little, a little something fun. A little oh, something fun. you're hey. alluding to something. A tease. Yeah. Great. Is that all you had to say? Uh, about my positivity? Yeah. No, I guess I can get into some of those. So I thought. Well, did you have more? To, did you have more to say about your health? You're, no, you're doing better. You're doing I'm, better. I'm doing, I'm doing better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trending towards good, but it's been, a, it's been, a, it's been, it's been like a while. Now five or six weeks of yeah of, right of uh, I did think my house was haunted, which I know is silly. I know that's a silly part of the story, but I, I had never. I mean, it depends on what I mean. If in a haunted mansion, yeah, it's silly. <laughs> but like you know, <laughs> I'm saying last house on the left, a little, <laughs> little not not as not as scary, not as fun. Little, that's that's a little spookier. That was I mean, it was more that like yeah, I was seeing lines and like like I, I was having vision problems. Sure, so it was like. Uh, 
I also now don't want people to think that I'm crazy because I'm not. But I was dealing with with uh, some stuff that was fucking. I me think up. that you have the self awareness to acknowledge it and to say that you, to discuss and the openness to discuss it will be, let people be like, oh, I don't, you know, I, I think people will feel good for you. Can I tell you the bit that I did? What, what were you gonna ask? Did you think that this is gonna sound like a joke? But I'm actually curious. Did you think the devil was behind it? I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Around Halloween, I said, like, the devil doesn't scare me that much anymore. Yeah. And I said, the exorcist isn't scary anymore. That's out the window. Yeah, I'm yeah. now <laughs> more scared of the devil than I've ever been. And I believe that he is real and I'm scared of him. Okay. So that Even though you realize that you're you're being paranoid. I realized that I was being paranoid, but still, look, it came back for me. I did, <laughs> look, when I was kooky, when I was, like, in my worst state, did I, uh, uh, what's what's it called? Uh you say you've said this in the podcast before. Yeah, but you got you got uh, you. I mean, you, know, you said this my maybe house, last what, week or two weeks ago. You got yeah. But what is holy what is, water? I, I, sage. Sage. I yeah, did. I, I saged my house. Yeah, you said this. You said this. Did I use holy water in my house. Yes. Was that me at the height of my kookiness? Yeah, probably. Am I still now afraid of the devil more than I've ever been? Yes. Mm-hmm. It goes. And do I also realize that I was being that I had like something was going on with whatever was happening? The doctor also said it might be that I'm getting oxygen. Which is you all you all yuck up, you all laugh it up with this one, but I'm getting oxygen to my brain for the first time. In- <laughs> <laughs> I was sure he did not laugh at that, but it was funny. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you ne- you haven't gotten oxygen to your brain, and also he's like, he thinks it's from the the the, the virus. He's, he's, oh he, sure, he, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he, he's he he thinks that it was like results from the virus, but I just want to say the bit I did to you guys was funny. Oh, yeah, that was funny. I, I was like, hey, I just want to let you guys know that I've been, like, going through some mental health stuff, and uh, and, and I said, like, a, kind of a full spiel. And mm-hmm. you guys like, oh, no, that's too bad. And sorry. And then and then I just I copied and pasted that and put it again. Yeah, so you it said it to us again. The next funny. day. Yeah. I said it to you again the next uh, day. <laughs> Does he not know that he told yeah. us this already? No, that was good I did bit. it a few times. It yeah. was a fun bit. It but I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. That's great. It was uh, it was scary. It came out of nowhere. That's what scared me about it. And I, that's why I think that it was related to the CPAP or the virus. But Or maybe mm. you doubting the devil. Or it could be that. And now I don't doubt that. The, the, yeah. just, 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 it wins scariest movie again. I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 it, 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 it could be a combination of stuff, but I'm, I'm still cloudy. I'm almost, I, it's gotten better where I was like so heavily cloudy every day. And now I'm like, I don't, but all the other stuff, there's been a lot of other stuff, but there has been good things. Sure. Yeah. There's been good stuff. There's been great stuff. There's, and that's great. So stuff. that's, that leads me to, yeah, my positive attitude and what I'm thinking. So here. Last year, when I came for the year-end episode, I came in with my grievances, mm-hmm. and we kind of fallen into the pattern that these year-end episodes are all about, like, stirring stuff up and getting into fights, and it kind of, last year, felt like with an icky taste. It, did, it didn't come off well, hmm. and- I mean, people were just mad at you, kind of. They kind of were, and I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. And then, you guys, I don't mean to bring this up, but it's in the purpose of being positive, you guys attempted to record a 400th episode That's right. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Which did not go well. Then you guys brought me back to kind of, you know, just to, well, first of all, just to be on a 400th episode because you decided not to release that episode. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I kind of came to be peacekeeper to kind of, you know, and just have a fun episode. That's right. You know, we talked about ice cream. And that was great. And I said, I enjoy that so much more to be a positive force. And so I was thinking about what I was going to do when I came on this time. And I said, I should be a positive force again and really help celebrate Doughboys with you guys. Mm. So I've got something planned. And uh, right now I'm going to call in uh, Amelia Marino, uh, who's going to help me out, uh, wow. help start us off. So is Amelia, is she out there? Yes. Get her. 
Amelia, is she out there? Everyone's in the room. What the? F- <laughs> oh my god! Wow! I'm here. Wow. Okay, so uh, so you got Amelia to dress up in a suit instead of yourself. Well, yes. Um, you know, actually, I went to Amelia because I'm not musical, <laughs> and I think in the Doughboys tradition, you guys, sure. when there's like a big event, it's nice to have something musical. And sure. I asked Amelia if she could write a song. Uh, to kind of celebrate the Doughboys. I haven't heard this, um, but I'm really excited to hear it. And she's going to kind of start us off with a little song to get us going. Amelia, I should describe for audio listeners, dressed to the nines, has a nice slacks, a uh, shirt and tie, red tie, and um, a, 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 is it a pinstripes uh, blazer? How would you describe that? Yes. Or those pin, chalk a stripes? Uh, a classic crooner outfit, you, you wow. might say. Oh, How about that? A hint of I the feel kind so of bad song. that... It's gonna be as you were because you came to the door and you're like, "What's up?" and you were dressed normally, mm-hmm. and then when you left, I texted you, "You don't have to put my salad in the fridge." You were desperately changing into this clothes. <laughs> yeah, actually, desperately looking for my phone. So let's hope I remember these oh, lyrics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you lost your phone. I lost my phone. Go get your phone. Do you want my phone? phone. I'll, 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 I'll take Sasser's phone. It's okay. All right. So um, this this is the hold the, on. Do we need to put on headphones? Yeah, we do. Okay, we'll get some headphones on. Okay, we took a quick break because Emma thought that Susser was going to bring this out during the segment, (laughs) and so we all had to get headphones on, so we took a second to cover that. Um, but we're back now. This is there's in- no need. This is a positive thing, Weiger. We're yeah. celebrating Doughboys. Uh-huh. There's no need to pick. There are going to be some, probably some uh, bumps in the road. Yeah, but it's we're, fine. We're just acknowledging yes. the, tra- the jump cut. This is great. It's all going to be okay. Okay, it's fine. It's going to be great. All right, a, cel- a musical celebration to Doughboys from Amelia. Again, I've not heard this, but I'm excited to hear. Wow. Uh, so your thing this year was to have Amelia do make something. There's more. <laughs> okay. 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 Ready? Yep. Ooh. And now your end is here. <laughs> this is beautiful. And so a rest from podcast burden. My friends, I'll make it clear There are complaints I've been observing (laughs) You've talked a lot of cum (laughs) Devoured each and every entree (laughs) Left people bored More bored than this Cause it was <laughs> Regrets. You've had a lot, but now a lot. I'm going to mention. Let's start with a guest named Low or Kowalik or Ep 400. You ate at lousy chains. Like Taco John's, or Shacks, or Subway. You gorged, you gorged on chips, and it was okay. (laughs) Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when you bit off more than you could chew. But through it all, 
So that was a musical what tribute a to that yeah. was a musical tribute to Doughboys. Wow. It was a little it had a little more shots and negativity than I was expecting and trying well, to Well, it keep seems like positive. you wrote it and then had Amelia sing it maybe to <laughs> seem like you weren't really No, no, no. Uh I, but Can I think the lyrics were going to Oh yeah, of course. I just I just want I want I just want to see here you got to have to Oh, it's your phone. <laughs> You're gonna have to open that. Little Frank Sinatra, by the way, who you did you could not have known this, I mentioned in my intro. Oh, I thought I was doing Seth MacFarlane. (laughs) (laughs) You thought that was a Seth MacFarlane original? I I watched uh, the Sing uh, cover to prepare for this. Oh my god. (laughs) From the movie Sing? Just a mouse. Wow. What is a mouse? From Illumination Sing, Seth MacFarlane's rendition of My Way. That was your context for that song. Yes. So, guys, <laughs> keep, keep the headphones on. Okay. Because what, uh, what we're going to do now is I put it low. I, I cautiously Rob Lowe, I just put it to yeah. the Doughboys Reddit and said, what are some of the silliest clips and funniest clips from Doughboys that just make you laugh? Mm-hmm. And we're just going to listen to a selection of clips and just kind of talk about, you know, how you think about them. All right. Um, and we're going to have, so let's start with this first clip. I don't want to introduce it. We'll just hear what it is. Okay. Uh, see if we can identify it. Uh, Emma, can you hit it? Take two. I'm going to keep this in. All right. It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. Can we guess what this it's is? It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. My guess Powers. is that it's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. <laughs> We're gonna guess what the sauce is. It's Austin Powers. <laughs> we should have brought that back. Yeah, why have we done Austin Powers again? To me, that just is such a great example of the fun. Of Doughboys. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember. The way it started out is you were going to do Sostin Powers, but you just played the song. Right. Just as is. And Mitch said, you didn't write lyrics. And he said, well, there aren't lyrics to the original song. Why would I do parodies? But you got on board and you came up with that great thing. Uh, someone on you know, Reddit said that they still sing that to themselves every day. Wow. Wow. Um, what the fuck is this? And I <laughs> Are just they on thought, death row? I, I thought that that was... <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. We're going to go... Do you guys have any any reaction hearing that song again? Did I'd you remember? Forgot, it? I'd completely forgotten about it, but I then hearing it, I was like, "Oh too. yeah, we did do Sauce and Powers," and I was like, "We should do the Sauce and Powers segment again." Mm-hmm. That was a good segment. Yeah, great. Well, I love that. Let's keep it going. We have another. I mean, musical segments are such a great part of the show. It's true. We have another great. As we just witnessed. Yes, we have another great musical clip that people also uh, commented as, as just a really fun um, moment. It's a little abridged, but I think it's great. Uh, okay. Let's hear that again, Emma, when you're ready. Ketchup or mustard? 
squeeze one, then you can't squeeze it in your bun. That's how the game works. I sound like shit, is what I. It's I think you sound great. Thank you, Aaron. Listeners, all feel sad. <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> I guess it's a little negative. <laughs> yeah. But it's still. I mean, I remember my sacrifice. Yeah. We we sac we sac we sacrificed ketchup or mustard. <laughs> he sacrificed a couple I just things. <laughs> To oh, I guess it's kind of negative. Yeah, yeah. Really negative. I don't know if it's that negative. I feel like it might be a good idea. <laughs> I'll sacrifice. Anyone singing that still? Wow. We, lo- we, lost, we lost Weiger. Weiger. I think he quit intentionally, is my guess. Yeah. Oh, that's gone? right. Yeah. This is what happened. Me? We were doing that one on Zoom. Oh, God. We were doing that one on Zoom. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess it was kind of my a My internet connection. End, so I think he saw most of it. <laughs> I did watch that later, wrote, but my I, internet connection. I wrote the whole song. Yeah. Who was the guest? I think it was John Daly. It was Van. It was Van. Oh, it was Van. And we did the same with Man. John Daly earlier, though. Yes, you've done it, it twice. You did the full one, and then you, you it was very impressive, the song, but Wagger didn't hear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it seems like you picked two things, or at least this one is pretty negative. Right. No. I mean, that's still fun. It's still a fun song. Yeah, I, I, it was a fun moment. Okay, well, I think the next one is just pure fun. It's not going to help. That is also okay. one of the most epic parody songs I think you've done. You did the full song. You wrote yeah. the entire three. It, the whole thing is like five minutes long. That's why we had to abridge it. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Um, well, let's do you think keep we it. Do you think we have any listeners on Death Row? You made me think of that. I don't know if you can listen to podcasts on Death Row. <laughs> How would you? Because I don't think you have a phone. Well, and How about the music label? Yeah. Do you think we have any listeners who are on Death Row, the music label? Uh, yeah, probably. Is it still in operation? <laughs> I don't know if, if Death Row Records still exists. Still, yeah, I don't think it still exists. Um, okay, this next clip is just fun. Um, so let's play that. You know what doesn't suck, Mitch? Oh, there's video, too. What's that, Nick? Okay. Our very first Doughboys guest, but also you didn't say Heidi Ho to Spoon uh, Nation, did you? I didn't. No, not in the howdy home. Oh, you what's still this? haven't addressed. Oh shit, I didn't do it today yet. either. I thought we weren't going to talk about it on pod. Oh my god, you're a piece of shit. Wait, what happened? We're just empowering through it mode. Are you wearing the same Does it shirt? Look like I'm I am wearing the same shirt, and also I'm like, I look do you think you were maybe a little mean. What are you talking about? Do you think that you maybe you were mean? No, I don't. I think you were talking shit, and I think I retaliated. Okay. That's how. That's my perception of it. Also, I think that it was a little playful, a little more playful than you perceived. Has mm. anyone ever seen okay. this before? <laughs> <laughs> I think. You know what else? What is this from the lost episode of the? Yeah, it's from, episode yeah, it's from the fucking lost episode. You fucking dickhead. Yeah. How did this get mixed up? Did I Emma, did I wrong... send the wrong time code or did something? Did I pull from the wrong four hundred? <laughs> oh, jeez. I got an idea, Wags. I have a great bonding idea. <laughs> We kicked the shit out of it. Okay, look, look, <laughs> look. <laughs> that was a mistake. Uh-huh. Maybe something I could have, but uh, look, you got to mix it up. You got to have a little bit, of, just like patting yourselves on the back. I like that you're leaning into your villain. A little negativity. Okay. Uh, next, we have um, 
we're going to get back to positive. Uh, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, you know that song? Oh, great song. Of course. Great song. We have the video of that from, uh, not from the official Doughboy source, but from right. a listener. Fan took it in uh, the so audience We're going to watch show. a little bit oh, great. of uh, Philadelphia Cream Cheese. All right, let's watch okay, that. That's fun. Also, we didn't, Sorry. Order, we didn't order lunch oh, no. in advance, which I wanted to do. Oh, my God. Uh, Blood sugar is going to plummet. Yeah. Uh, I could talk to a dog and get you a fucking piece of dog shit, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> How's that for a lunch snack, you fucking dickhead? Man. You know, I had not seen the video actually until now. I had only heard it. It's still funny. It's still very. It's yeah, very it's angry funny. when you when you look at it. Yeah, I was fucking angry. <laughs> Let me just like review what I've pulled. Actually, okay. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, Amelia, do you have a musical theater background? Um, I, I've I've done a couple of the musicals. Okay, in high it. school and college, but I got bad news. Yeah. I don't know how this happened, but I'm reviewing my notes. My next thing is actually not a clip from the show. It's actually a uh, voice memo. Oh, wow. Okay. That Mitch sent me after uh, or right around the time of recording the Jesus. Uh, episode 400. Oh, wow. Okay. Where I don't think no one's heard this. This is him kind of, this is how he talks, not on the air. Got this it. is not fun, Mitch. This is just the real, uh, I don't know if we should play this. This is maybe bad. This is, again, I wanted to come here as a positive force. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this is just, this is maybe going to cross the line of not even being. I say we play it and we can always cut it. You want to play it okay, and we good. could. Yeah, Mitch, is it okay it. if we yeah, play we it? Yeah, we can play it. Let's hear it. Okay, let's, let's, let's play it. Please welcome live via Wait, what's this? Zoom. Yelling at his children that the that, that or his child that the show is about to begin. It's the Noid. It's the Noid. Wow. Wow. Welcome, Noid. I'm gonna stand for the anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight last gleaming whose bulls stripes and bulls stars through the perilous fight for the ramparts we That's a, that's the peak. That, that was uh, a. That, that's all of our. That's all of the clip review. I totally forgot that uh, Kowalik changed it to bowl lyrics. <laughs> the national, it was the bowl national anthem <laughs> because it was for a bowl tournament. Well, guys, I'm sorry that there were uh, some so flub funny. ups in that clip show. I'm I sorry. can't believe those flubs happened. I yeah, know. Really, so I random. mean, do you really have a voicemail from the time that happened? No, I don't. Oh man, I, w- I kind of was interested in hearing what it was. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, but I thought that was fun to look back at some great yeah. moments in mm. Doughboys. It's not just the fighting, which yes, there is some fighting, but there's also a lot of great, silly, fun stuff that I thought we should celebrate. The the Noid singing the national anthem. Great, our buddy Matt Kowalik. Yeah. Um, I mean, who had COVID at the time? Who had, yeah. did have COVID? Zoom. Yeah. His, he, he was. He and was Amelia, I thought the song was fantastic. Great song, Amelia. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very well done. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'm. Did Susser tell you to dress up in a suit or was that? No, this is all me. All right, that's I think good. it was the right call. I, I, I texted like 100 people asking if they had a fedora and nobody did. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means you know the right people. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And to be clear, you were dressing up as Seth MacFarlane, yes. I guess? Yes. <laughs> or the mouse. Or the mouse and sing. Um, I, You usually are in a suit for the- Not for the end of the year. Oh, okay. That's true, Only, yeah. you know, Usually the, the term of champions. You wore a suit last night. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, look, we got to get into last night. Here's what we should do. If we're done with the clips. Yes, we're done with the clips. Uh, let's move on to the chips, if you will. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. 
Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys for our year-end episode, Steak and Shake 8. Wow. Already with our buddy Evan Susser. So Steak and Shake 8, but it's seven years, right? Because no, I think 2015 we, we started. 2015. Wow. Yeah. Because didn't we do the first time we did Steak and Shake, not at the end of the year, and then at the end of the year we did then it we again. Then we went back. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we've done, we've been, we've done, we've covered Steak and Shake, quote unquote, Steak and yeah. Shake, eight times. Wow. This is number eight. They haven't all been named in that, you know, same convention, yeah. but this is, this is the eighth time we've done this. Uh, and we're covering for this week, for the steaks part, Musso and Frank Grill, which is mm. the oldest restaurant in Hollywood. Founded in 1919, and the new room where we were sitting was constructed in 1955. So that's how much history there is. And I got to say this: mm-hmm. Sus had never been before. That's it right. Never had been. It Sus was a real treat. Uso was in Frank Virgin. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We should uh, we should get ahead of this. I yeah. look, Muso and Frank's is a very nice restaurant. It's an expensive restaurant. That's right. It may seem out of touch or in bad form. That this is where we're going to. We're going to tell you all about this like great fancy meal. But you know what? It was a delight. It was a thrill, and it was a real treat that you guys uh, took me there. I also think it's the kind of thing that we can use our show budget to cover a a restaurant like this because this is like an iconic Hollywood institution. Again, it's the oldest restaurant in Hollywood. It's the only restaurant with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, it's been featured in many movies and TV shows, including Ocean's Eleven, Mad Men, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bosch, Ed Wood. There's just like the 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 list wow. of 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 movies that have used this as a filming location. Um, is a and TV shows is a bunch of heavy hitters, and also their famous regulars included people like Charlie Chaplin, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Frank Sinatra, who we mentioned, Orson Welles. One more that we can get to when we get into our meal. That's right. Should we, I say we should just say it? Yeah. So when we sat at the table, mm-hmm. our hostess said, you are sitting at the Raymond Chandler table. Raymond Chandler sat right here in this booth and wrote The Big Sleep. And I put you guys here because I know you're here for the podcast, and that's what it makes me want to do when I listen to it. (laughs) Have a big sleep. Did she she really say the other stuff to you? The Raymond Chandler wrote the big sleep there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that she knew that it was for the podcast. Yeah, so. we were in the Raymond Chandler yeah. booth. Wait, did, yeah. wait, she really knew it was for the podcast? No, she didn't know. But uh, yes, it was a Raymond Chandler, and he did write the big sleep there. Wow. Supposedly. The, we should say that the this is, so as far as what you're experiencing when you go into this place, it feels kind of frozen in time. It's like, you know, it's, it's it does. very, very old school. It feels like a restaurant from the 1920s from its, from its heyday. And then there's also, uh, that it extends to the wait staff mm-hmm. who are- uh, you know, all wearing like like blazers and um, you know, like like just like like a, like our our server had like a red blazer with like a uh, black trimming and like like just look like everyone looks like they're uh out of a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. is there a chance you got a waiter who's a ghost? Possibly. You could never tell the difference. And that's not just me being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. Um, I, I can we before we get into our meal, I, yeah. I looked this up and I thought this could be a fun mini game to play. Uh, I, I'm gonna name some celebrities. Can you guess their favorite dish at Musso and Frank? There's some some Hollywood regulars. Wow. Yeah, I would love. I, okay, I, okay. I love this game. First up, director Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Soderbergh makes me think he wants a soda and a burg, a soda and a burger. Wow. I think it's going to be. A salad. I think it's gonna be the Musso and Frank salad. 
Steven Soderbergh likes the corned beef and cabbage. Weird. How about that? Weird. I would not, I would have not guessed that. Uh, The late, great Alan Arkin. 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 I'm going to go with uh, steak. Okay. Steak is your guess. I'm going to go with the boiled chicken. That's a, a that's a good guess, but he ended up uh, really liking his go-to was the fried zucchini oh. that he got for 50 years. Mm. Wow. Um, next up, Danny Trejo. Trejo. Mm. Trejo. He has, Danny Trejo has. Danny Trejo, a restaurateur in his own right. There are Trejo's Tacos, tacos which we should probably review on the donuts. podcast, and then yeah. Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. I've had both of them. Um, he apparently goes once a week. Once a week. Yeah. Wow, that kind of changes yeah. it. So because of that, I think he's got a little bit of a sweet tooth. I think that he likes the crepes, which maybe we ordered last night, mm. which were called what? Uh, they were called the uh, b- 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 um, the griddle cakes. Yeah, griddle cakes. I think, you know, original is trying to be too cute. Flannel cakes, I apologize. Flannel cakes. But I think I'm going to go straight down the middle. Prime rib. Chicken pot pie. This is uh, the I best have, chicken I pot pie anywhere. I should have gone with something weird. That's one of the ones where it's like, it's a weekly special. Like, every, uh, like I think every goes, Thursday is chicken pot he pie. He goes once a weekend on the same day when yeah, they have it. Special, yeah. Wow. All right, this is the last one. Keith Richards and Ronnie Wood of the of the Rolling Stones. Oh, Keith mm. Richards is in the Rolling Stones, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our fucking, our, someone who works for us did not know who Frank Sinatra was. That's we can't point. expect our listeners, many of whom That's were born in 1995 or later, to have an understanding of who the Rolling Stones are. <sighs> right. Let me guess, Keith Richards was at the opening of Musso and Frank's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith Richards, he, I'm going to go steak. Okay, going with steak again. French onion soup. Liver and onions. Uh, oh, perfect. Well. That makes sense. Yeah, you, you, it's like, oh yeah, these these guys are eighty years old. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's an old man meal. Um. All right. Well, so last night we went and you think Keith Richards could beat me in running a mile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's performing live music still all the time. Isn't that wild? I know. I so, think yeah, he, so I think he, he beat me in a foot race. Yeah. Keith Richards could like kill me and hand to hand. He probably could beat me. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think know. he's a fighter. You're also a big guy. Yeah, I could uh, smother so, him here. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good point. Okay, we All went. Right. We went on a Wednesday night. Um, Luis was our server. He was a, a dream. I, I would, you know, it's a, it's like at the little that showmanship. Yes, that element too, which which it starts from the when you walk in the door yes. and like there's a doorman and you're greeted uh-huh. and like you know they remember your name, which we witnessed firsthand with yes. you. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff they is great. Remember and, your name? Yes, you messed that part. Oh, on the way out, it was because oh, uh, yeah. the way out. The, I was gonna uh, say you've never been there before. The major D had re- had clocked that it was Evan's first time and said, "Like Evan, it's great to see you here. I hope we see you again." Wow, really good. Like two and a half hours later. Yeah, it was great. Well, here's the deal. I came in the back door, like the boys from Once a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been there once or yeah. twice. Uh, but uh, when you go in the front door, there they're very. I mean. At, they're all. They're all. It's great service. It's, I think it's worth. I think it's worth experiencing just for that. Just for kind of the magic. Because yes. also, I think another aspect of this, and I said this last night, we should say that it is in the worst part of the city. And I don't mean in terms of like, oh, it's like the the most dangerous part or anything, the seediest part. It's, hell. it's just the grossest part of the city. So here, it's disgusting. What I I parked the two minutes of me arriving and getting 
seated at the table were the most insane experience of my life, which I kind it's, of the restaurants on Hollywood Boulevard, yes. which is where the Walk of Fame is. So they're like like Harrison Ford star and William Peterson from CSI are so like right I, outside those I restaurants. I pulled into Randy the parking Newman. structure that was close by. Yeah. And first of all, they're like, it's twenty dollars, which is insane. But I was like, I don't know where I'm parking in on Hollywood Boulevard. So I said, fine. The guy yells at me. He's like, park in a handicapped spot. I was like, okay. So I do. Order I, you to I, do that. I get out. You should have done the valet. The valet is cheaper. I probably should have, but I didn't. I didn't want to be driving around too much. I get out. I see um, a person who is taking a piss right as soon as I walk out. Yeah, then, lager? yeah. <laughs> uh, then I walk past a souvenir shop, and then a guy who I don't know what his deal was, but he just ran up to me and said, "I'm trying to buy a cigarette for one dollar." And I said, "I don't know. I don't have that." It was like scary. It was like the city is scary. I walk in, I, then I go into this restaurant, which is all of a sudden like, yeah, going back in time, and it's like very classy. I meet the host who says, um, <laughs> like, hello, who are you, Evan? Oh, it's so nice to meet you. I asked where the restroom is. I go into the restroom, and- uh, There's a guy in there taking a piss. <laughs> well, he is taking a piss, but he's also uh, <laughs> having a work- conference call on speakerphone in the bathroom <laughs> that's insane truly insane and it was just so many crazy things within yeah. like four like with you know i two wish minutes. i could have seen your cowardly lion fucking ass running around hollywood boulevard <laughs> getting scared i was so scared <laughs> it... oh cigarette oh piss <laughs> i mean it, it's like look it's it, the, the, look, it's not it's the most hell. pleasant environment it is it's 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 Hollywood Boulevard is bad. Yeah, I took the bus over there, and I and you know, I, so I had the little walk up from Sunset to Hollywood, mm -hmm. and it, it is, yeah, it's just it's grimy, and and but but aside from that, it's also just like all these tourist traps, like yeah. it's all these like you know just the shittiest like like dumbest like grossest bars, and then just like a bunch of shops that are selling like the cheapest like crappiest like celebrity merchandise, you know, and then yeah. there's like the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and the Wax Museum, all these these tourist traps are nearby. It's not a great it's it's like Times Square, but it's like, you know, 1990s Times Square before everything became super gentrified. And so it just has still has that layer of grime all over it. Yes. But once you go inside, like you said, it's 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 beautiful. Xanadu. It's Z great. It's, it's a real great. oasis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. I'm sorry if you were scared when you were parking. And I was scared. Uh, so we sat down. Uh, we uh, and I this is a place where, you know, if you are someone who drinks, I think this is like. They have old school cocktails. You got mm -hmm. the whiskey sours. I got myself a Hendrix gin martini with olives. Yeah. And it's fun to just, they have some signature cocktails, but I think that's the way to go there. Like get something that's like, that someone would have gotten to the bar in 1919. Yeah. It definitely, you know, it feels like you're just in the past and like, it, yeah, that's great. It's it, it, a hopping night last night too. It was. It was it packed on a Wednesday night, mm -hmm. a random Wednesday night. Right. We had a little trouble getting reservations. Yes. Uh, originally we were supposed to go on Tuesday mm -hmm. and you said, okay, well we can do 5 p.m. on Tuesday. And... Yeah. Which you were thrilled about, I believe. <laughs> I would have loved to have done 5 p.m. We seated at the like... ungodly hour of 745. I was like, Jesus Christ, I was so tired. It was packed in there when we got it. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Wednesday night, maybe you'll see Wednesday Adams on a Wednesday night. You it's never totally know who you're going to see. Yeah, you don't know, know who you're going to see. Uh -huh. There are a lot That's... of like just looking at people for a bit and being like, do I recognize them? And then realizing you don't and you're just staring oh, like at an old guy. It's Kowalik and it's, he's in yeah, the Noid right, suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there is, yeah, a lot of old guys that you just kind of confuse. Going in there weekly, Danny Trejo, that's, that is wild to me. Cause do you remember are there, there was... any other people that have days of the week in their name? I was trying to do another one, but I couldn't think of someone. Saturday, maybe. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday is a, a football, football player. player. Oh, yeah. 
Gotta be more. Frank there. Friday, is that a person or no? Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure Frank Friday is a guy. <laughs> well, there's there's his girl Friday, right? Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, go on. Uh, hold on. We're, we're kind of thinking about I mean, this. We can start, yeah. start with Monday and work our way forward. Tuesday, Tuesday. There's going to be some somebody with someone named Tuesday, right? Probably someone named Tuesday. Tuesday Adams? Oh. I know there's Wednesday Adams. There's Wednesday Adams. That's probably what you're thinking of. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Early modern Monday? No, it's Millie. Right. Yeah. No, it's Millie. So, Sus, you got scared. Manic Monday. That's a song. Yeah, Manic Monday. That's that works. Friday, yeah. I'm in love. So if we get opened up to songs, yeah, <laughs> the Cure. I guess if the Cure, the like, cure, a, yeah, it was a Monday. We saw the Cure. I don't know. It's kind of a you know. Robert Smith was there cool. on a date. Yeah, yeah. It's free. he was like Friday, I'm in love. That's good. Yeah, but I mean that didn't happen. But that would have yeah, been good. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no one we saw in there. Last time I was in there, I. One of the last times I was in there, I saw the knife in there. I saw the knife when I was in there with the Quincy guys. Wow. You mean Atlanta Johnston? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean a fucking knife that they gave me on the fucking you table. You probably did see one, though. I did see a knife. They gave me a knife to eat. Yeah. I went in there with the Quincy boys. The first time I ever went in here, I went, the first time I ever went in here, it was, I took my mom and my dad and my girlfriend at the, like my first LA girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Who wow. you, you all, I think you probably remember who it was. Yeah. Um, And the four of us. So it was like one of those awkward, I think it was the first dinner I ever had with my parents with a girlfriend ever. This is 2007, maybe 2007. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was not blown away the first time I had it. I was in, and I got to say this too, Musso and Frank's kind of wise. Well, I think you, you, you'll probably remember this. Remember there was like a time like in the early 2000s where it was kind of in a slump, right? Like it, there was like a little bit of like a... Well, so yeah, they have like, they have swapped in different chefs over yeah, the years I was reading. Came, yes, so yep. I think they, the menu's been a little bit revitalized because it does, this is the issue with a place that's been like, you know, they have jellied consomme on the menu, which is like, is a, uh, is a, a savory, like, you know, beef uh, 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 jello, basically. Like they have stuff that's like you would have eaten way, like, in the you know post World War One era, that doesn't really translate to today's palate. So I think they've had some new chefs come in there and, and shake up the menu and modernize elements of it and keep other things um, as they were. So yeah, I think the food is on a little bit of an upswing based on my my handful of experiences going here over the years. Yeah, no, for sure. I th- I think there was I think there was a little bit of a, a dead zone uh, for for a while there, but right. I I I've loved this place. I, even even then, like I wasn't I didn't I wasn't thrilled with the food or whatever, but. My mom and dad and uh, the the lady I dated we we all four of us we had a great time. It was a it yeah. was a, it was what were you the vi- no the vibe is great the, the vibe vibes. the vibe is great. I've been here a few times. By the way, you don't need to have your headphones on anymore. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Were you listening to anything? I also liked that when <laughs> blank check. <laughs> I like when you were like uh, like take the headphones off because it's a surprise, and then it was like. Uh, like a Muzak version of I did it my way. I never would have understood what the fuck was happening. Uh, yeah, the vibe is the vibe is great. Don't yell yes. at me. That was Emma who said that. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, yell at me. Do it. Uh, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not yell at Emma. I actually hadn't even heard it yet. I didn't know if it was spoiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, vi- the vibes in there are great. You could see, you know, you could see somebody... Uh, I told you guys that uh, that I saw Marvin Schwartz when we were in there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which was confusing. Yeah. But it was pretty good. That's the name of Al Pacino's character in Once mm. Upon a Time in Hollywood. But then 
if you Google that, there is a real producer named Marvin Schwartz mm-hmm. who died. Producer, yeah. And then I was like, what? And, like, and then I was like, oh, that's then also the name of We're the like character. I crazy. thought it was still pretty good that I saw yeah. Marvin Schwartz. I thought you right. guys would, you know, I thought it would. No, it was good. Once we figured it out and once we figured it wasn't like you seeing a ghost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you were afraid of me seeing ghosts. I mean. Well, <laughs> we, okay, so. And then I said, what a podcast. Which I thought was good. That was good. That Once we had the context for what you were saying, that was mm-hmm. good. You don't think what a podcast is good? It's very good. I so I have my connection to this place is like very like Hollywoody. Uh, like wow. I've been, you know, I I think my first time here was like years ago, and my then reps at the time, my agents took me out to dinner at Musso wow. and Frank. It's kind of like a like a I think I'd just gotten a, a big job, and there was like a congratulations sort of thing. So we had like a nice meal there. But Congrats it was one of those. Congrats on getting the road to respect video game. <laughs> <laughs> But it was one of those things where it was, um, you know, like we like we we ate this meal and they they paid for it and it was it was uh, lovely. And then afterwards, like I like had valeted my like fucking shitty Toyota Yaris, uh-huh. and all three of them got like their BMW, their Audi, and their Tesla. And I was just oh, I I get how this town works. You know, it was like one of those moments. Um, and then the other thing was. The the other uh, I, and I, t- I took a writing staff um, here from actually, the show. Actually, Tesla wouldn't have been it, it wouldn't have been a Tesla at that point. He said BMW though. I did say Tesla as a, as a third pole, but whatever, whatever fucking fancy car it would have been in like twenty two thousand nine or whatever. Anyway, um, the other th- uh, I also took a writing staff there in a show I worked on is just like a a kickoff dinner and that was wow. fun. And then also you, you took them, yeah. And then also oh. is this is this party over here? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buck show I worked on. Very generous. And then I also, um, the last time I think I was there was pre-quarantine. I was working on Sarah Silverman's Hulu show, and it was when she got her star on the Walk of Fame. Wow. And she invited pe- everyone to go there. And uh, so we, like, witnessed her. Like, John C. Riley spoke. J- Jimmy Kimmel spoke. Um, she said a this few words. Musos? This was out. Like, they put it, Her star was, like, nearby. Wow. And then afterwards... Um, Did uh, they rent out the whole restaurant? Afterwards, yes. We went into the restaurant, and we had the restaurant. But the, here's the thing. It was really cool to be in there. But it was also the middle of the day, so it was a little bit different energy. And also the food was just like catered. Yeah. Food. It wasn't like you could order off the full menu. But it was still like, a, like oh, this is this place has some Hollywood icono- uh, iconography, and that's my connection to it. And those are yeah. my memories of it. I had a, can, I tell, can I tell a little Hollywood? I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. isn't bragging. The thing never happened. Yeah. But I met with uh, me and Bugmane and that's Armin right. and Jack, wrote a pilot, and we met with uh, Tom Gamble and Max Pross, who I worked for at The Simpsons. We talked to them about maybe running this pilot that we wrote, the show, and we had lunch at Musa. It was a big, uh, nice Hollywood uh, lunch at Musa and Frank's. Yeah, none of it happened. It didn't work out, but it would. The, 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 it was fun in the moment. Yeah, you know that's the mean? thing. It's all like you know, none of it works out, but yeah. it's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In fact, none of these things, starting with that, my the woman who I used to date, that didn't work out. Yeah, none of this stuff works your, out. The show you worked none, on, nothing not, I worked on worked out. Nothing. It didn't yeah. work out. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so now we bring the podcast. <laughs> uh, we got the, uh, I, I will say, I like my martini. I think they, they make good stiff, like classic cocktails there. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I also just in terms of the showmanship, I like that it's a place where the servers just like remember your order and also like get it right. Yeah. Like that's part of the fun. There was more so- showmanship before uh, things did change a little bit because they did used to make a salad there. I'm sure of it. Like, uh, at like the a table. tableside salad. Yeah, they used to make Are a you thinking of salad. Lowry's? No, I know that they do it at Lowry's too, but I swear they used to do one at 
Musos. Maybe I'm just I, wrong. I don't remember this, but I trust you. Uh, I did well, get the Susser and I got the Caesar salads, and you got the dinner salad. Which I like that dinner salad quite Good a lot. Plate size salad too. Like it's mm-hmm. an appetizer salad. It's meant for one. It's not an entree, but it is like oh, this is a substantial amount of greens. Well, before you even get into that salad, yeah, they bring they bring in that nice sourdough bread with a, a delicious butter. Bread is a lot of yeah. fun. It's great. The butter was very good. The butter is great. Note the butter. Yeah, and I thought that bread used to be warm, but maybe never it was either. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just. Things changed with the pandemic and stuff. I don't, yeah. I don't. I have no idea. But I loved my dinner salad. It has some beets on there, Wags. That's right. It's a. And I got that house dressing, which is kind of like Thousand Islandese. It was. I. I loved it. How was the Caesar? It's quality Caesar. It was I a mean, good Caesar. Solid. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Uh, and we also got a shrimp cocktail. Now five mm-hmm. shrimps. That's yes. the thing. That's awkward to share for pretty much any sized party. And here's the funny thing about that breakdown. Mm-hmm. I ate three of the shrimp. Well, here's the thing, Mitch. <laughs> Introduce her, like, so what yeah. should we get? And Mitch goes, well, I had the shrimp cocktail last time I was here, and it was not that good. Let's yeah. get the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. I didn't really have something that I wanted more than that. I can like a shrimp cocktail. And then I wanted I wanted to give the shrimp cocktail another a second and shot. And it arrived, yeah. and I had it. I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was that good. It's fine. It's and a fine shrimp cocktail. Someone, it's fine, yeah. The it problem, used to be better. The problem is, though, if someone introduces it and says, it's not very good, and you have that kind of in your mind, and you're like, hmm, it is not that good. Yeah. Also, I think at a place like that, I was kind of expecting or thinking in my mind like the big jumbo shrimp cocktail. Well, yeah. So that's that's a, that, that was my point of comparison. Is like if you go to Hillstone and you get yes. a shrimp cocktail, you get those big boys, get yes. those jumbo shrimp. There's something happening with the shrimp there because they used to also bring it on ice. I thought, and now it comes like on vegetable and a little cup in vegetables and and like shredded lettuce or sure. whatever. But uh, the the shrimp cocktail, I should probably order it ten more times. <laughs> I, I mean, look. There's something that I didn't order and I regretted not ordering. I got scared out of ordering we'll, it. We'll talk about yeah, it. We'll get into it. Speaking of ice, thing I really like. Mm-hmm. This is another thing they do at Hillstone. They give you a little sidecar for the rest of your cocktail. That is that's very on cool. ice. Yeah. That's very. And cool. you know what? When your drink starts to get a little low and maybe you haven't even no- clocked it yet, your waiter comes over and he refills it from the sidecar himself. A little crap. The service Lovely. there is is fantastic. Great that's service. Great. Uh, we also also look. It is like it, it's that sort of thing of like. If for listeners who get mad at us for going to a fancy steakhouse, which I don't know if anyone will or not, mm-hmm. it is. It's yes, it's expensive, but it also is like you. It's we were wearing baseball caps. Maybe we're just assholes. No, yeah, you're a, kind of assholes. Well, <laughs> there's a little. Well, you bit were of, dressed up like a dork. I, didn't I thought it would dork. be fun to dress up, and then I, I then I thought it was funny that you guys went the other way. Yeah, we did. I was I was like I doing shit all day. Yes. Like I came from Yeah, me and too. then you came in and you're like, hmm, I'll take off my hat. And then you like, we're like, nah, I gotta put this fucking hat back on. <laughs> I kept mine on. And then when you see the guys like in the red suits looking at you, you're like, oh, they probably hate our fucking guts. No, yeah. but this, this is the thing, because you will see people wearing full suits. You will see like high powered like exec types and the agent mm-hmm. types, you know, who are dressed to the nines, but then you'll also see just like tourists wearing like a Tommy Bahama shirt and 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 get them out of there. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I like that though. I like that there's that element. Well, it is also kind of the Hollywood. Very thing. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. yeah. I say it's expensive, but also you could probably not break the bank if you if you wanted to if you if you went in there and ordered correctly. It's a little expensive. I'm, I'm a, just saying. Pricey. I'm just saying it's not the most. It's not the fanciest, most expensive place around. It's no, not. It's, you know it's that about, that's true. No, yeah. you're no. This is like, look. If you went to like a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse or a Morton Steakhouse, you could easily spend as much as Lucy and Frank mm-hmm. and not have the as good of an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, okay, so we, let's let's talk steaks a little bit because this is the order of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want to talk about what you what your move? 
I wanted the ribeye cap, and I went in there thinking, I'm going to get the rib, ribeye cap. I That's want, right. I wanted this ribeye cap. I've had it before. My mom, sister, and I, when when Tomorrow War came out, we went to Musso and Frank's, and we got a, and I got the ribeye cap, and I loved yeah. it. And, uh, and when, can you explain what a ribeye cap is? Because I actually hadn't heard of it until it's we like, were there. It's just like the tender top of the ribeye, right. basically. Um, and I went in there, and they don't always have it. And I asked him, I said, do you got the ribeye cap? And he said, we got one. He said, it's eight ounces, though. Yeah. And that scared me because it's also like eight ounces. I have a hard time when I see like I'm like, how much meat do I need? Like yeah. I was like, is eight ounces small? Eight ounces is pretty small. It's half the size of the normal ribeye or the bone and ribeye, which is sixteen ounces. Yeah. So you were getting yes, you're getting a smaller portion of a a more succulent meat. So I was that scared me off. Yeah. Eight ounces is like you know, it's like the, a tenth of a baby, right? And doing a baby, but yeah. I, I mean, look, I shouldn't put it into baby <laughs> terms. I'm just saying it's like this is we're talking baby weight at this point. Eight this ounces, there, yeah. sixteen ounces is a pound. Yeah, yeah, half a pound. So small. Do you baby. think a baby is what size? The math there, you said an eighth Five, of baby. That would be a, that would be look, a four pound baby. It doesn't matter how much a baby fucking weighs. Yeah. Well, you brought it up, babies. It's not like we're. It's not like we brought up babies. A baby's diaper could weigh five ounces, for Christ's sakes. Mm. Sure. So, I mean, that's also not, gross image. not to think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Baby shit-filled diaper being the same size as the How food we ate. How much do your diapers weigh? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> don't wear diapers. <laughs> eight ounces just... Eight ounces seem small. Yes. Eight ounces seem small. Yeah. I, 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 had it, I had it... What's that? I wish... <laughs> you making some sort of dick joke yeah, or something? Don't really yeah, really have it all together. <laughs> my dick doesn't weigh eight ounces. That's for sure. <laughs> you think my dick weighs half a pound? <laughs> I would love for an eight ounce dick. Uh, I wonder if that would be an appealing thing. Like, oh, bet she's got such a heavy dick. She's got a great idea for the next episode of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Okay, anyway, what were you talking guy. about, babies? Uh, okay, so eight, he said his eight ounces. He scared me off. Yeah. The waiter, who I liked a lot, uh-huh. yeah. he scared me off. And well, because like, you were like, okay, uh, you you thought you could get two of them to make well, that's what I thought. That's, 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 what I, that's what I, hold on yeah. a second. That's what I thought he was saying. Yes. Uh-huh. I thought he was like, it's eight ounces. And he, I thought he was saying, like, you get two. Uh, like, I thought he was saying it was like a smaller cut tonight. Right. So you can order two, but he was just telling me. I mean, me, I think you could have. I don't think he would have probably, arrested you. Or I probably it was the should've. last one. Yeah. But I, also, you like it's like the same price as the regular ribeye yeah. because it's a higher quality. So mm-hmm. like it's you would have been spending a pretty penny there. So I so I've had it before. I knew yeah. the size. I knew it was smaller. Yeah. But I was just like, ugh, it scared me off. You had right before me ordered the ribeye. That's right. I say, never mind. I'll get the ribeye too. Then this guy switches his order. That's right. I said, if he's not going to have the ribeye cap, which I was saving for you, I said, I'll take it myself. And in my mind, when he got off it, I had never even heard of the ribeye cap. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll switch. But you jumped in and switched. And I didn't know if it was the last one or I also didn't yeah. want to steal your move of being like, I'll actually take it. Yeah. yeah. So then I got the bone bone in ribeye. Mm-hmm. Ribeye so, cap also kind of funny. Sounds like a hat. You know? Yeah. Or like Captain America. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff. There's like. a lot of fun stuff. But anyway, the, the, the stakes come. And uh, I have mine, and Nick very generously offered to give us all a bite. Yeah. And I'm so mad that you did because I had the bite and I said, it's so much better. I ordered wrong. Really and instead good. of it's enjoying so this also good 
uh, steak. Now I had, you know, comparison is right. the thief of joy. That's true. And now what I just that had line? comparison is the thief of joy, which is maybe not what the expression is, but I think I've heard something like that. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, so now I just had this better. Comparison is the death of happiness. They're all, they're, there's versions of this. The Don't idea is that anything. once you start comparing yourself or anything that you have into mm -hmm. what other people are, you, 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 you know, start, you stop enjoying it. You start comparing this podcast to blank check. You sure, start, you, right. You, know, you stop enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> what are we doing here? Um... And so then I just had that, and I'm like, oh, I fucked up with the order. And it's such a, and I was telling you guys, you know, my wife's a vegetarian, so I don't get out to a lot of steakhouses. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the only steakhouse I've been to in the past. I don't even remember before pandemic. Like four, wow, wow, four years. Uh, I guess if you count Tam O'Shanter's, I guess that's not true. Um, that's a, kind of a separate, a slightly separate thing, though. Sure, sure, its own vibe. Are we supposed um, to be feeling sad for you right now? I'm well, I just was saying that I, <laughs> I just was in my head. I was like, I fucked up. I fucked up the order, and it made me, uh, it made me sad. Yeah, I messed up the order. Um, I thought I mine, didn't, mine was delightful. I, yes, the ribeye cap was fantastic. I didn't get to try a bite of the bone-in ribeye. You ate it all and didn't really offer. Um, I mean, I think that it wasn't that different. You thought. You know, I mean, it would have been nice to try. You know, Wags, when you feel the same way. Did you, you give him a piece I, of yours? No, but I you gave know. Wager a piece. Yeah, because he gave me a piece of his, and you gave me a piece of yours. Yeah. So, like, we all did swaps, but mm -hmm. it's just this was a two of you issue. Yeah. Oh. He was on his end of the table. I, I just never, I, you know, there was you guys were sitting next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> How? What did you? What did you think of the steak breakdown when you had when you try the different uh, the different bites? I would. I you're the, you're yours, the only one who tried every bite of everything. I would have given yours the bronze. I hate to tell you. Um, I think the bone-in bone was better than the boneless. Wow. But, I mean, that's also just my personal, you know, tendency. I, I, I prefer the bone-in. Uh, I think I the, liked my steak quite a bit. I mean, the yours steaks, was good. They were all good. The last time the I was there. The steaks are good. That's the, the thing reason, you get there. Because I'll, 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 I went not that long ago. Yeah. And the reason I went for the ribeye is because the last time I was there, I had, like, my the, my favorite ribeye I've ever had. So, like, right. you can get lucky there. I, I think that the food quality can be – it can go up and down. I think sometimes you'll get better stuff and other times it won't be as good. But uh, the shrimp cocktail is an example of that. But for the most part, you're getting you're getting a lot of good a lot of good food. I and was curious, Weiger. I know you've been eating a lot less red meat. I wasn't right. even sure what you were going to do when we were eating. That. I didn't know if you were even going to eat red meat. When was the last time you had had a steak or we, red meat? We well, here's the thing. We fairly recently did Black Angus. Oh, so when we did right. Black you Angus. Like fraud. The steak there. Okay. <laughs> 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 you stole my cap. You stole the cap. You, you had you ordered it. You I know. Chose not I know. To get you it. stole it from me. <laughs> Damn it! I wanted that cap. I'm gonna have to go back for a cap. You can do it. Steak cap. It sounds like a nightcap. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Three more shrimp cocktails. Okay, so the steaks were all good. We get, we didn't talk sides. Let's either. talk sides a little bit. First off, we got a peppercorn sauce and uh, their steak sauce. Okay, mm. this is when you talk about not expensive. The amount they charge you for just sauce is insane. Yeah, it's nine dollars, nine dollars for a sauce. That... Yeah, it's it's uh, it's absurd. This is the thing that that that's where you see the markup. It's things like the sauce or like the asparagus that we got, which was you know sixteen dollars. Or I think we I think we each got four spears. Yeah. So look, the si this is one of those places where the steaks come a la carte and all of the sides are for Sharon. That's on you guys. I'd go no greens all day every day. <laughs> uh, you we guys also said got a green vegetable. We could use you brought up asparagus. I had the broccolini last time I was there and it was and it was kind of doused in oil. And yeah. then 
the asparagus I thought was well could could have been seasoned a little bit more, but the Bernays sauce did a lot of the. Uh, it's a hollandaise mm, sauce, but yeah, it's a similar sauce. sort of sauce, Oops. and I think it's just completely unseasoned. But I think it was actually Susser's call to get the asparagus. Yeah, well, well I just was going for a green. I went uh, for asparagus. Yeah. I think it was the right move. We also we got potatoes two ways, which I was like, I don't think we need that many potatoes, and I was wrong because Mitch, <laughs> we got the mashed potatoes, which were good, mm-hmm. but then we also got the Leonese potatoes. Yeah, the which Leonese were potatoes were great, and we probably would have not gotten them if we, we would not have gotten them if we don't opted for one yeah. potato. Yeah. So that was the right move. I thought it was insulting to my uh, my heritage and my culture for you to say we could only get one potato. <laughs> and I thought the two potato move was turned out to be great. That uh, the the Leonese potato is that's how you say it. I don't know how you pronounce it, but uh, that. I might get that every time I go there. That's now. what I was going to say. I think that, that's that's what I would nudge anyone towards if they're trying to figure out which of the you know half dozen potato preparations to get. Try out those Leonese. Mm-hmm. And it, what it is is it's basically like a it's a it's it's I think it's flash boiled or it's just like it's parboiled and then they flash fry it. I think that's the process. It's interesting. There's a little bit of a tangent that mm-hmm. you would nudge someone when ordering. Do you feel that obligation when you go to dinner with someone or lunch with someone to be like? As hey, a doughboy? No, just in general, as a person oh. to be like, yes, you don't want them to order badly. Yeah, if, if I if I know the place and they don't, for uh-huh. sure, I give them a little bit of guidance. Yeah, because yeah. this is also a thing. You're looking at this big, like this, it's the yes. fucking long menus, and there's a lot of options. Mm-hmm. There's people who look. There's like you know, there. I think that I, I will be opinionated about it. There's guys like Armin, our good friend Armin, mm-hmm. who uh, who will uh, like take control of ordering you know what i mean there's like yeah i don't people, go that far i'm not gonna yeah. just, like unless someone wants me to take the reins i'm gonna do that yeah i like to do a bit when i'm eating lunch with someone i like oh what are you gonna get and find out ahead of time and then when the waiter comes i like do it like a dad and be like and this guy right here is gonna get the club sandwich that's fun <laughs> it's fun no it's like it. with your yeah i don't yeah. like that that sucks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I guess we should talk desserts real quick. I, I was going to say the peppercorn sauce is my favorite of the sauce. Quality sauce. Yeah. The hollandaise, which I thought was a Bernays, the, ho- the hollandaise sauce, which I thought we tried to order one of each sauce because there was a Bernays sauce, right? I guess we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. We got, we just a, got ketchup, the two a steak sauce, and the peppercorn sauce. I thought yeah. the peppercorn sauce was because it's kind of like a gravy. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we also got the, for dessert, we got the 1919 Sunday. Which is, I Which, believe, it's vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. peanut brittle, peanut brittle, and butterscotch. Um, kind of an unconventional combination, and also I don't. F- I feel like a lot of times you were saying this, Mitch. Usually Sundays are so chocolate dominated a restaurant. There was nice to see a non chocolate Sunday. That was, was, was a sus- that was a susser observation. But I will say this: Do we want to take it back? Uh, yeah, so we also got the 1919 Sunday, uh-huh. and this is uh, a Sunday that's vanilla ice cream, peanut brittle, and butterscotch. Uh-huh. And Susser was saying, normally you see a Sunday and it's so dominated by chocolate. That's right, Nick. That was something that I said last <laughs> yeah. night. You know, I think that, look, there's nothing wrong with chocolate sauce on a Sunday. No. But I think it's nice to kind of see something different and be like, hey, this is how they did it in 1919. Right. So that's a great thing it has. Yeah. Okay. Me, I was like so surprised you knew so much about sauces. When I look at you, I'm like, this guy doesn't know anything about sauces. <laughs> you know everything about sauces. You like sauce. You like chocolate. You like sauce. You're a sauce man. You He's sauced in powers. He's sauced in powers. He's sauced in powers. He's sauced in powers. You spill sauce on my couch? It's true. I, I spilled ranch. Is ranch a sauce? Yeah, it's a yeah. sauce. It's a sauce. It's both a dressing and a sauce. We might be exploring that topic more in the future. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think we will. Honestly, uh, Sunday was Sunday was great. I would. Uh, I, I look. I had the Sunday the last time I yeah. was there. 
So I was like, I don't need to have the Sunday again, but because again, some, yeah. I'm such well, a man. What the fuck? You were like, oh, we don't need to get the Sunday again. It was great. And even though it was great, a second. but then the shrimp, you were like, they're bad. We have to get it again. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Good item. You said I had it. It was great. We don't need to get it again. The bad item. No, let's get let's be clear here. Sus saw a thing that he wanted from the beginning. Yeah. Which was the <laughs> what, what were they? It was the it was the, the flannel cake, the flannel, flannel cake, which we ended up getting with flannel cakes, which they looked it's... a lot like pancakes. I was like, are those pancakes? Yeah. And then the fact that they were maybe pancakes seemed like you wanted them more. It you... was interesting to me. I think it's interesting when you go to a restaurant mm. and they have something on the menu that seems like they should not have on the menu. It's also not part of the dessert menu. It's listed with the appetizers, yeah. but it clearly seems to be some sort of sweet treat. And it was. It came with a uh, our version came with. Well, no, it's and... actually both on the regular menu it's and also then on the dessert on menu. The dessert like they are trying to sell. Maybe they have too many of them. Probably but they're they're really pushing them. The, yeah, the, it was they, like a crap, and it had a uh, ours had berries and yogurt. And and they said they used to serve them at lunch. And Sus really wanted these 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 crepes. Yeah, the flannel cakes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that those were going to be hot, and I just wanted one hot dessert, and that's I said. You okay, think you would be excited about them. I, I, you I love flannel. That's love true. Cakes. <laughs> Touche. You're right. <laughs> I do. I I I I wasn't sure about them. I because yeah. I, I thought they were a pancake, and then right. I said they're crepes. I said, yeah, hey, let's try them. They were cold. They were served cold, yeah. which was the only downside. I had had that Sunday before, but I'm such a mensch. Can you say that about yourself? I was such a mensch. No. I'm such. I was such a mensch. I said, "This is Sunday is so good. We got to have it again." And let me tell you, it was so good once again. That Sunday Delightful is like Sunday. one Love of the best fun. Sundays. They got that caramelized banana in there. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the banana. Oh my god, another element. So yeah. fucking good. And yeah, and good. and like you were saying, Wags, I believe you were saying this. Mm -hmm. Just so unlike any Sunday that you usually have. Yeah, not a conventional off yeah, steakhouse. I, th I, th I, th I think you were saying like like usually you get like chocolate in your Sunday. Right. Yeah. 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 Can we take it back? Sure, 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 sure. So I think, Wags, yeah. I think you were saying. <laughs> uh, all right, we should take our second break. We should come right back mm. and give our fourth we just score. Kind of, okay. Well, we, what, what? what? I don't know. I felt like there was more. Well, yeah, but we're also well, we, we, didn't, we didn't talk. Oh, we, we, right. we, didn't, we didn't talk about our whiskey sours, and then I also got myself a a, a, dike, a That's right. Daiquiri? Daiquiri? Daiquiri. A daiquiri? What the that fuck? <laughs> the year's almost over. Just fucking All right, end go it. to a break. We'll be back with our fork score review. Daiquiri. I, th I thought that there was like a sophisticated way to say daiquiri. I, I got think it's my just head. daiquiri. No, nope, I think you just said a slur instead. <laughs> uh, we'll take another break. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. Mitch. Listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps. 
uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles. The dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want. From your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to Doughboys. It's time for our Fork Scores for Musso and Frank. So, Susser, you've done the podcast before. Your first visit, visit, your maiden voyage to Musso and Frank's Hollywood Institution. Your thoughts, your Fork Score. Man, it's tough. I feel like, because this is such a fancy meal, an expensive meal, it was such a treat. Mm. And you guys took me, and it it was very, very nice. I appreciate it. I feel like I'm an asshole if I don't say five forks. And there's a lot that's great about it. The atmosphere cannot be beat. It's a home run. The food is very good. Yeah. I think you do have to weigh the price point because it's expensive. But it also is, it's not just a meal. It's also like a life experience. Sure. It's like going to, um, you know, like a, it, it's like stepping into the past. Mm-hmm. It's stepping, you know, it's it, it's kind of like going to a museum. And you should feel mm. just as good about going to this restaurant than going to a museum. Mm. It's so more fun than a museum. I don't think... Museum now, food sucks. It's true. 
now that uh now that there have been a few six forkers in doughboys mm-hmm. i don't think it makes it to six forks mm. but you know what i feel pretty good at putting it at five forks five forks very good score Mitch, well what do you think? look the first time i went here it was with my dad and my mom back in the early days of of Hollywood uh, when I first moved out here. And and, uh, and like I said, I wasn't blown away by the food that first time. Uh, you know, I've gone many times over. I've had one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life there. Uh, there's been great moments. Uh, it's just a, it, it's the experience is 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 bigger than the food, but I think the food is also really fantastic now. The cocktails are great. Yes. <sighs> Sus. How many how many sixes have I given out so far? Just two, I believe. Was it two or three? I think it's three. Bonchon. Did you write a, a third one? Guisados, Bonchon. Guisados. Bonchon, Guisados, and uh, Z- oh, Zanku, you gave six forks. Oh, yeah. I've only given out one. <sighs> I've given out three, which is also, I don't like that, that I've given three sixes out. Mm, I gotta say, I'm giving a fourth <laughs> six today, Wags. A six wow. forker. Now you've done no five and a half. No. Okay. What a restaurant. That's what I say, Wags. It's one of the <laughs> best fun. there is. I mean, come on. It's I think it's one of the best restaurants in the world. For what it the experience and for what it is, it's fucking it rules. Um, it's Hollywood, and I love my city. I love Hollywood, California. <laughs> Hollywood's come on. Like I said, there's been a lot of tough stuff this year. Look, for real, the world is a mess. It's a bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad stuff. Some bad stuff. I'm not, I wasn't trying to cry about myself. I had a health scare, but I'm doing okay compared to. Then <sighs> <laughs> the world is the world is going through horrible stuff. I it, it makes me sad. Uh, but but um, but uh. Most of all, Hollywood has come under attack in the last few years. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You know, I love Hollywood. I love the good history of Hollywood, and that place is that good, great, warm feeling of uh, the history of Hollywood when you're in there. And Mm -hmm. the food is great. It transports you to another time. That salad's fantastic. The shrimp cocktail used to be good. It slipped a little bit, but still whatever. Uh, You can have one of the best steaks. You get that ribeye cap. I mean, come on. The service is it's top of the line, Wags. The drinks, and now the memories for me, mm. including last yeah. night. That was a lovely So meal. it's a six-forker, my fourth six-forker. I won't give out many. but that's... I mean, you've given out three this year. So <laughs> I think they I will say, some, that's some an uptick. Inflation. That's an uptick in six forks. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. But this one deserves six forks. Okay. I think yeah, I, your fork score is your fork score. I think it's possible you're diminishing the significance of the six fork by giving it out a little Jesus too well, a little too casual. You're gonna have to move up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to uh, how to wrap up my thoughts on this restaurant and Musso and Frank, this Hollywood institution. Who is Musso? Did we talk about that? They're just the guys who ma- who founded the restaurant. Is it last name? Pretty sure it's a last name. Okay, and Frank is a last name. I mean, I should have this context. I, I had this earlier. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I believe it was- This like, has a pretty funny name. If his name is like Musso, he sounds like a bully. He sounds like my kind of guy is what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see if I can find the, the about page here. People can look this up. I feel like I would audition for a role named Musso, mm-hmm. which I can do now. Well, now that the strike is over. Okay. Here's the thing. 
Mm -hmm. Frank is a first name. Musso is a last name. I love it. Frank Toule and Joseph Musso. Yeah, that wasn't even really that hard to figure out. I don't know why it was a mystery. What a weird combination. Two people, one of them using their first name, one of them using their last. Mm. Wild. Mm. Nick and Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is play. This place is great. I think it's fun that it's in Bosch. Uh, I think that it's, uh, you know. That's what you think it's fun in? Yeah, it's, it's fun, fun that it's in Bosch. fun that it's in Bosch. Bosch it's fun that it's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's one of the best fun. movies of all. That's also fun. But I'm just saying, like, it's like, it just, it's also fun that it exists in, in things like that. That it exists in, like, you know, more just like, hey, this is this procedural that's on uh, that's on Prime that dads love. And they, they get this dude's hanging out at Bosch all the time. Mm. That, or Bosch is hanging out, ra rather, at, at Musso and Frank all the time. Why are you talking about Bosch so much? With Bosch? Well, I'm not. It's not the only thing that it has that it's referenced in. Yeah, but also like it's fun that it's in Bosch. I'm just that's an independent thought. It's okay, also sure. fun I that know, it's I in agree. Ocean's Eleven, but it's fun that it's in Bosch. It's fun. It is fun that it's in Bosch. It's, it's fun. It's, it's fun Bosch. that it's in Bosch. I think in Bosch Legacy he goes there too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, how to sum up my thoughts on Musso and Frank this Hollywood institution? I think I will turn to Bosch. Uh, I wish I had a quote <laughs> from the actor who plays Bosch. Uh, but I don't. What I have is Robin a quote Schwartz. from. I wish I had that too. What I have is a quote from the director of the uh, cutting satire "Don't Look Up," Adam McKay. Quote: The first time I went to Musso and Frank was because we had done Anchorman at DreamWorks, and I met Steven Spielberg. We had been chatting, and he said, "Have you been to Musso and Frank?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." And he said, "You have to go. It's the oldest Italian restaurant in Hollywood. I don't think it's an Italian restaurant. They do, um, have, pasta. do have an Italian it's an Italian steakhouse, yeah. I think." Yeah. But I went with my wife, and I was like, "Steven Spielberg said we have to go here again. Uh, it's fabulous. It's an amazing place, but the food wasn't very good." And then I saw Spielberg again, and I was like, "That was a cool joint." He was like, "It's not about the food, man. Get a cocktail. Hang." So the next time we went, we got it. We were like Musso and Frank's, and then we dove to the menu more, and we found the good food. It's it is about vibes. It's about hanging out there, and it's a great. It's got great vibes. It's a great place to hang out. Again, like I mentioned, it's great that it's an oasis away from you know one of the most noxious parts uh, of a city that can be uh, oftentimes you know uh, very gross and seedy, mm -hmm. like that stretch of, of of roadway in front of the restaurant, mm -hmm. and then you go inside and you're transported to a different time. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I think for this, Hold on. yeah. You, have the, you still have that quote up. There's more. I was like, and then Steven said to me, if you ever make a show about the Lakers, don't cast Will Ferrell as Jerry Buzz. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, weird. Spielberg. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that came from. Oh, weird. Steve. All right. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I don't think. What? I loved it. <laughs> I don't think in a vacuum this place is a five forker, but it does not exist in a vacuum. It's a part of. It has its legacy. Again, it's the oldest restaurant in Hollywood. It's a part of film history, and I think if you're if you're visiting Bosch the city, we live in the city. Bosch goes there. I think it's worth experiencing for that alone. Even can though, get... like Mitch said, the food can be up 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 and down. So I, to me, this is a this is a five fork experience. I would recommend anyone go to Musso and Frank. Can I interject for a second? Yeah. Uh, well, you're done. Yeah. You... Um. But uh, when you when you walk into Musso and Frank's, do look up and take in the history. Wow! Oh. And look, <laughs> and oh, can I interject? Mm -hmm. And also, do look around too. It's interesting because there's a there is a <laughs> sign. You go inside and it's like you can only take photographs at your table because mm -hmm. you know celebrities are in there and they don't no. want paparazzi around and that's part of why mm -hmm. uh, you know a Danny Trejo oh, is comfortable eating there. Everybody. I hate the paparazzi. Sorry, oh, you just yeah, reminded fucking, me. Those are scum. I hate the they're fucking scum. paparazzi. Uh, all right, we got to do a segment. No uh, good let me paparazzi. Go get you know what? The, the autograph hounds—they're just selling those autographs. 
you know, and this also reminded me, I should go, I should, Steven and and McKay and I should go to Musso. Uh, yeah. All right, Amelia is back. Amelia is back. Hi, uh, so Amelia. we have our, it's time for the shake part of Steak and Shake 8, and we've got a beverage, and we're going to decide if you should pour it down your throat. It's Drink or Stink, Shake or Ache Edition. Mitch, because the SAG after strike is over, we now have permission to cover the Shake Shack Trolls Band Together Shakes. What? Oh, my God. Thank God. Under, under the old rules, we could not have covered this. We would have been in violation of the SAG after contract, but now we can Let cover this promotional shake. Let me just say, thank God, Twisted thank Monthel you, got cut short. Yeah. And instead, we get to do the, the troll shakes because, look. Yeah. Who cares, right, about my stuff? It's more about the trolls. <laughs> We love trolls we here love on trolls. the show. Susser, are you as as a, a a bit of a troll yourself? No. And also, as a as you're a, trolling us at the start of the episode. Yeah, I guess so. As a as a two time father, are have you taken in the trolls franchise? Uh, yes, I have taken in the trolls franchise. What do you think of the trolls movies? Um, they are movies that I've probably seen like. Ten times, but never all the way through. Right, sure. But I like them. They've yeah. got some music. They're kids' movies that are for kids. Got it. Which is, I think, a good. They're musical, which is good. That's fun. Was Thomas Hayden Church going to be on the podcast? Yes. Did he confirm? I talked to him on the phone. Yeah. Nev Campbell, phone we were going to go out with. We were going to go out to. Yeah. Okay. Now well, you're making felt, promises yeah. for people that right. you're like, we haven't, we didn't book like, somebody in there. We were gonna try. <laughs> When Ray Liotta passed away, Mackie, and you said that he almost was on the podcast, and it was you thought about emailing someone <laughs> once. About it. Ray Liotta, and I did, I did email. I know I did email someone, and they never responded. Anthony Mackie almost came on. Did he? Yeah, MJ is still going to come on. The showrunner we're going to have. That's on right. We're going to have him on for a special episode. We're going to talk. Uh, let's Swiss okay. metal, which I'm proud of. It's on Peacock now. Check it out. They, we've got a um, okay. So the, the ones we've got, Sus is already helping himself. By the way, Poppy's sugar cookie shake, which is hand spun sugar cookie frozen custard mixed with a cookie dough pop candy topped with whipped cream and cotton candy. Viva's cinnamon roll shake, hand spun cinnamon roll frozen custard. He's just swirled drinking. With gold frosting even... topped with whipped cream and can he? This now is the time for him to drink while I am reading all this copy. All right, I'm gonna uh, do it too. Viva's cinnamon roll shake, which is hand spun with cinnamon roll frozen He's custard, just drinking now. swirled with gold frosting <laughs> topped with whipped cream and gold confetti, and then finally Branches chocolate peppermint shake, which is hand spun vanilla and chocolate frozen custard mixed with mint fudge topped with whipped cream and mint candy crunch. I have one word to describe each of these shakes individually and collectively, which is ungapachka. I think these all have too much going on. So but... just in case Amelia got a plain vanilla and a plain chocolate. Oh. Okay, as a baseline. Yeah. Just in case one of us drank all of uh, one of the shakes. Yeah, we need something you else were to so taste. infuriated by the ungapachka that you needed something simple. I do have a napkin. There I got to tell you, I agree. This, there's a cotton candy chunk on this that is like hard. Ugh. But I'm going to say this. The shake's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna take. I think the move here is I'm just gonna my own. Yeah, these are from Shake Shack. This is the cheapest looking Shake Shack stuff I've ever seen. What do you mean? In what sense? It like looks like look at like the there's dumb troll shit on the cups. I don't know. It just seems like a. I don't know. It's entered in the the Shake Shack has has fully gone. They've gone basically full fast food chain now, where they're just like we're just going to have promotional tie-ins with the big movie that's coming out with a big kids uh, kids IP, and we're going to do some shake and we're going to do a, a dumb stupid cup for it. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the phase they are in their business model. All right, Mitch is handing over this one. Which one is this? I, I like that. That's the sugar cookie this one. This is with the sugar cookie. It's cotton it. candy. I don't know why. I don't know what cotton candy has a connection to sugar cookie. To me, that seems uh, like yeah. like its own thing. So you've tried each one so far. Yeah. 
What are your thoughts? Um, hmm. if I'm confused, which one? The cinnamon. I think the cinnamon roll shake I really liked. The what's the chocolate minty one? Oh. Yeah. Oh, the branches chocolate peppermint shake was not as impressed by that one. Sugar cookie shake is not bad. It's got some decent, um, you know, I think that, some decent texture through the straw here, and I, I, I kind of like the uh, the sugar cookie custard. It's a good flavor. It's not. I was worried it was going to taste kind of play doughy, but it, it kind of has its own character. Um, all right, I'm going to move on to the cinnamon roll shake. What did y'all think of the cinnamon roll shake? I thought that was so far. It's been my favorite of the bunch. Look, can I can I say something to invoke a, oh. a different character from the Austin Powers franchise? When it comes to food, I don't love gold. I don't need gold flakes and gold leaf and all that shit in any food I'm going to eat. Leave, leave that as wrappers. I pulled away. When did he ever? I'm covered in. Oh, my God. No. Susser spilled. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know how, this how did that happen? It was in your straw, you fool. Yeah, because this idea of keeping your own straw. That's not it. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> there's also now, just showing the camera that there's now chocolate on the top of the. <laughs> oh right my gosh. I think I'm going to keep those as our personal Doughboys paper towels. So. It's a good call. They're just fucking covered yeah. in shit. They're fucking stained shit, paper towels. Chocolate, whatever. <laughs> um, I thought this was, uh, this one's kind of sciencey, the cinnamon roll shake. I don't love it. I love the gold frosting. Should I have waited for my really serious health concerns to talk about them while you were covered in shake instead? Yeah. Or should I have done it at the top where Weiger was covered in coffee? You fucking slobs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can you hand me the paper towels, Mitch? And then hand me that, uh, the, well, the third one, the chocolate peppermint, when you get a chance. Don't worry about the chair sauce. I'll get it later. All right. Here's something, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Here's something, buddy. This, this regular chocolate shake is not, uh, it's not that great. Has Shake Shack fallen off in the shake department? Wow. This is just like, it's just very icy. You'll see. Mm. I mean, I'm probably not going to have any. Give it a sip. Come on. Give it a sip. Fuck. <laughs> just use my straw. Well, hold on. Let me taste this one first. Horrible virus that you have. Look, did, it, <laughs> did I have maybe a virus that made me go insane? Yes. <laughs> but still, just try it. I hate this. Yeah. Chocolate peppermint is disgusting. It's it's icy. You'll see that's a around. that's a that's a hard uh, remember, uh, stank or uh, ache. Remember, as as remember use the straw. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna have a little bit of the chocolate now. Susser, how often do you have a shake? Um, a few times a day. <laughs> uh, I don't know how often I have a milkshake. Pretty rarely. I, there are something that I like a lot, but they also just. There's certain foods that I just feel like, well, that's an insane thing to eat. Exactly. It's always, and they're like expensive to get out a lot of times. And also I feel like I'm just 100% going to have diarrhea. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's not worth it. But I like them a lot, but I don't. This is your favorite? The sugar cookie? Yeah. Sugar cookie is my favorite. No, oh, the sugar cookie is my favorite. Do you like the, the, you, you like, like the cinnamon, cinnamon roll? Bun. Oh no. Yeah. I did like the cinnamon roll. I didn't like that it's, one. I, I, I agree tastes, with why. It tastes, it's a chemical. Yeah. It tastes chemical. Yeah. I mean, all of these. But these are very much like for kids. That's the thing. That you know what? I'm gonna give these all stanks. I'm gonna give this collectively uh -huh. stanks because this is this is not for me. This is for yeah. children. If you're really into the trolls fan franchise and you want to, I guess, taste the trolls, uh, then uh, you know, have them in shake form at, at Shake Shack. But I I don't need to have this again. I'd much rather have this regular chocolate one. Which one is my start? Oh, whatever. Um, I'm I'm done with shakes. I'm not gonna have any more shakes. 
I disagree. I think that the the sugar cookie one is a drink. That's the good. only one I like. So I guess if, if I was going to break them off individually, I would say that one was a is a drink or is a shake or is an ache. And the other the other the other two are aches. Did you try the chocolate one? Was a little too icy. That's fine. I didn't think it was too icy. I think they're all pretty good. I mean, they're not good. I think that I. They're I... <laughs> pretty good. They're not good. <laughs> they're fine. They're, I mean, like this is even this is good. I mean, they're they're. If all you got fine. one of those, but like you got a burger there, and that's the shake you got, and that was the drink, the shake you were going to have with your meal, would you be happy with that? I think in that context, you'd be a little bit like, I don't need this thing. I think having a taste of it, maybe it's okay, but I don't know. I I would not want to commit fully to any of these flavors. Hmm. I didn't try the vanilla one. I gotta try the vanilla one. Okay. Mitch is gonna have the vanilla one. Uh, that was Drink or Stank, Shaker Ache Edition. Just like a restaurant of our feedback is open to the feedback. And today we have an email from Tom V. Tom writes, by the way, Tom spelled with an H. Do you like that? No. I don't know. I don't care for it either. <laughs> I think it's fine. T H T H O M. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tom V writes, if you could move any holidays around, where would you put them? Wow. Big open ended question. Um, I, here's the thing. There's like, I feel like there's a stretch of the year where there aren't any days off of work. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you, Jesus, don't worry about it. You know what? You know what I, you know, I think the move I think it would make, I think Mm -hmm. you move, uh, Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to just move something, but because I I think people should have more days off in general. But I think if you could, I would say move Labor Day to May Day, which is when the rest of the world celebrates Mm -hmm. it. And then you got another May holiday, another summer summer month holiday. The Labor Day weekend is fun, though, but it it feels like it's turned into more of a sales thing than a day off. Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. New Year's too close to Christmas. Give me a little, give me a couple more weeks. We mean, I have a little bit more wiggle room. Which one would you move, though? Oh, I got to swap it with something? Yeah, because you got to move it elsewhere in the year. All right, New Year's swaps with Halloween. So Halloween comes right after. Swap it. I think you can just move it to another time. Yeah, that's to be another time that a holiday exists. Yeah. All right. uh, New Year's swaps to uh, January thirty first. So January is part of the. Why not? Why not in the middle of the summer? Mm, That's actually kind of more fun, right? Right. Summer New Year. Yeah. But it's like August Emma, 1st. Yo, as a yeah, New England sure. person, isn't a cozy New York pretty fun too? I like Christmas's cozy holiday. Mm-hmm. But like New Year's, you try to go out and like do stuff, and it's always shitty weather and cold and freezing and snowing. So it'd be nice to like be able to go out and party with people and not potentially crash your car on the way there. That's pretty good. I'm just gonna say uh, this is the obvious thing that's a problem. Thanksgiving and Christmas are too close together. Right. And thanks. Look, we're we're we we're, we've hit the stretch. We're in the stretch and right now. So I think Thanksgiving moves to March. Pretty well, good. I, like I kind of it's not that yeah. bad. The positioning in the air. That part of the year, January to March, is so fucking miserable mm-hmm. to like put something fun in the middle of it. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. Right after the Super Bowl, you get Thanksgiving. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, you get Valentine's Day in between. Spend some time with your sweetie. But then what the fuck? At? Who gives a shit about that? Um, <laughs> what 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 happens to uh, what? But. What well, goes on in November? There's nothing. I think you just got a dead stretch. Still, you get, it, you is get no, it is no, it is no, not November, which is yeah. it is every year, I right. guess. Yeah, Halloween, but Halloween mm-hmm. has that whole like the whole season, mm-hmm. and then that probably bleeds into the, to That's November cool. a little bit, and then you've got a little bit more like just Christmas ramp up. I think they should move it to March, but then also on like on the day that's Thanksgiving in, in November, I'm still gonna have like turkey and with and gather with friends and family. <laughs> 
Well, couldn't you Does also... Does it seem like it's cheating? There is there is something, though, kind of fun of the year-end sequencing of end of October, it's Halloween. Uh-huh. End of November yeah. is Thanksgiving. End of uh, Christmas is... Or end of of December is Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you've like, oh, the each month kind of has its own, you know, is like a land in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of like that. I think that the summer is just missing. I think the summer is missing out on some stuff. Well, July 4th. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. yeah. July 4th is kind of whack. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's it. That's kind of fun. Yeah, there really isn't an August holiday. Mm-hmm. And what what is what is in June? Memorial think, Day. Maybe we should move No Nut November to August. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's pretty good. No Nut August. No Nut August. No Bust August. No Bust August. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of an A word. <laughs> aching, aching, uh, aching balls. August is what I was gonna say, but pretty balls good. doesn't really work, and it's just disgusting mm-hmm. sounding. Well, again, bust is in gut, bust and guster, you know, rhyme. So, oh, no bust August. No bust kind of, August. To me, right. kind of works. Yeah. I don't know. It's not maybe not pit. It's not as sonorous as no nut November. Mm-hmm. No, no flogist. No flogist is good. <laughs> gonna flog your fucking rod. For 31 days. That's, I've, that, I've, there's also the added challenge because it's a 31-day month, so you got to make an extra day without uh, that's, flogging your, your meat. I think that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Here's, you know what? I, I, got, I got an idea. I would move... Um, I think that... June? Yeah. We should move January 6th to June. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I ask a general question just about no November? Sure. And I just want to get every, I get everyone's takes. Is edging a violation of the spirit of no nut November, or is that okay? No, it's okay. You think it's okay? I I think it's a violation, because I think you're, like, trying to get away. I was like, I'm not nutting. What? It's like the I'm not touching you, like, you know. I, you you got somewhere to go? What the fuck's going on over here? No, I'm thinking. Okay. Seems like you want to get the fuck out of here. A little bit. We're almost done. (laughs) I guess it depends on if you enjoy edging or not. Like some people might find that miserable, in which yeah, case right. I guess they can do it. But if you like edging, you're <laughs> violating it. I think I think so too. I think if you're having trying to get away with jacking just, off by just edging and not coming. I, I just got I just got to yeah. interject here for yeah. two seconds. Take Sasser out for dinner tonight. A steakhouse you've never been to. He made a video. He made a video. Emma, did you make the videos earlier today? <laughs> he made a song. Amelia saying, "What the fuck did you do?" Besides, interrupt my shit, you fucking asshole. <laughs> They're keeping it positive this year. Oh, fuck you. It's me taking it. I'm making it negative this year and saying, fuck you. We love you, sus. You do a lot for the podcast, but also fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And hey, this is the final new main feed Doughboys of the year. We will have unlocked Patreon episodes uh, on Thursdays for the next three weeks, and then we will be back in January. But in the interim, if you're craving new content and you're listening to this and you're not on our Patreon, we have brand new episodes, including our upcoming 2023 Christmas special every Tuesday on the Doughboys Double. We never take a week off in the Doughboys Double. 52 episodes a year on Tuesday. Also, our pre-headgum back catalog, everything from 2015 to 2018 is there as well. So at patreon.com slash doughboys, support the show and get more content. Makes makes a sweet little Christmas gift or a Hanukkah gift. Can you gift on Patreon? Nope. Nope. Yeah, it's annoying. Well, it still makes a nice gift for For yourself. You can give someone the cash value of paying there for you it. Go. For a year. Or you can sign you can sign someone up. You know, whatever. You can figure it out. You can figure it out. 
Uh, look, like I said, it's been a tough year for me. It's been a tough year for the world. Mm. Uh, but a lot of good stuff, and the podcast has been good. And and, and I and I'm looking. I'm I'm hoping that the world itself and and uh, things for us and the people we love and our listeners go well in the in the coming year. I think uh, I'm I'm looking positively towards uh, 2024. Well said. And you touched on something. And in the spirit of positivity, did we just say the podcast is good? Is the podcast good wow, now? The podcast, the podcast is, good, is now. good. Maybe Doughboys is good. I think that it was pretty good this year. I think it was good. Uh, Evan Susser, also good. Thank you for being here. Great to be here, guys. As always, I had a blast. I love going to dinner. I love chatting with you guys. I love, you know, needle and yell a little bit, but it's all in good fun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure. I uh, wrote on season two of Killing It on Peacock. A lot of Doughboys guests uh, have been actors, not the least of which is Mike Mitchell as Dean Trovia in two episodes. Very funny. Claudia O. O'Darity, uh, co-created by Luke Del Tertri and Doughboy's guest Dan Gore. One um, of the funniest shows. Tim Heidecker. Uh, yeah, yeah. All sorts guests. of Doughboy's uh, guests in this most recent season is on Peacock. It's a lot of fun. And if if Doe Army gets in there, you know, who knows what could happen. Yeah, it's um, one of the funniest shows on TV. I, I, sus, I had a blast filming that and mm-hmm. watch it on Peacock. I'm going to plug right. that, too. I'm, bo- I'm going to plug it with you. And also, I wrote a... Uh, Along with Van Robichaux, I wrote a ride at Universal Orlando. That's uh, VillainCon Minion Blast, Love where uh, if you visit uh, Universal Orlando, you can play this. Uh, you can go on this ride. Uh, that's a lot of fun. That's um, awesome. So those are wow. those are two things to plug, uh, and also uh, Bosch. Pick up Bosch. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Mitch, mm-hmm. you have something to plug as well. Wags. We had to cut some stuff out of the the Stephanie Beatrice episode. That's who's, right. Uh, who is a fabulous actor in Twisted Metal, the star of the the show, and uh, and uh, we we have uh, that clip. We're gonna you, you, if you keep listening, you can listen to uh, the part of the episode we had to cut out because we talk about Twisted Metal, and now you can listen. So there you get, go. Little so bonus stick around. for you. A little yeah. year end bonus that'll be mm-hmm. at the very end of the episode. Check it out. There you go. Wait, Wags, before we end the episode, I forgot something. Yeah. I had a little gift for you. Oh, great. We're back. There's more. I Glad we're still doing this. <laughs> I've been through some shit. I'm dealing with some stuff. Started 40 right. minutes late. I'm I'm I've I've been trying to clear out, you know, I've I've been trying to 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 clear out my uh my place a little bit, get on top of stuff. Uh-huh. Waving to our next guest. That's right. I found something that probably was gifted to me from someone on the podcast, but Wow. It reminded me of me and you, and I want to give it to you for, to have for this next year. I think you could put it on your bag. I think you'll like it. And uh, it's uh, it's Sonic dressed up as Mario. Wow, what a crossover oh. event. That's from Friday Pinco. Friday mm. Pins take, on Instagram. I take back everything I said. That was good. I'm glad we came back for this. That's sick as hell. Merry Look at Christmas. That. For our, what our, a crossover. Yeah. You know, a little Christmas spirit at the end. Merry for, Christmas. Did you get me something? No. Okay. You don't. You don't celebrate Christmas. That's true. Wow. Got to go fast. More like got to got to dough fast. Bye. Let's a go. More like <laughs> let's a dough. Uh, let's talk about twisted metal, uh, bitch. Now we're talking. Stephanie, we worked in the sh- you were, it worked together in this show. You're in this show together. Tell us about it. What do we expect? It's cool. It's it's rules. It rules. It's and you're great super in it. Violent. You're great in it too. No, that's you're being nice. You're, I'm you're, not. You're 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 cool and 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 funny as hell on the show. Thank you. 
You don't, and it, it's great. I, I was saying this yesterday. You, you do, you do a thing where you, you don't until the second episode. You don't say a word. This is coming Good out talk. after this. This yeah. is this is coming out the day. It, why? Because this drops the day it comes out. Wow. Uh, but but your performance, even when you're not speaking, is great. You do Thank so you. much work just without saying in that first episode without saying a word. Well, it's amazing how present you can be when you're not trying to think of your fucking lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I would, I would we, we we saw a screening of the first two episodes last night, yeah. Wags, and I loved it. It was great. But I was watching I heard myself your off stuff camera. Crushed. Oh, that's it nice did that's, it crushed. That's but I was looking at myself like when I w- w- wasn't acting in a scene, I was like. Like my like it was like a fly was like landing on my nose. No, get the hell out of here! <laughs> but I'll tell you this, Wags, the show was great, and she's great in it. And it was hot as hell. It was in hot New as Orleans. Fuck. It was. It was a lot of. I mean, it's like demolition derby. You know, somebody compared to like Fury Road, Mad mm-hmm. Max meets. Mm-hmm. To me, it's very like Bugs Bunny, stupid humor. Sure. It's really stupid. It's the kind of stuff where you're. In the middle of a laugh, almost embarrassed that you're laughing at it. And Mitch is involved. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All so right. Weird. Your question because there was laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> no, I said because it's so. That's your tone. Right? Oh, it's oh, so, so stupid, stupid that it's funny. That's my tone. That's my favorite place. Of, it's also very dark. It's like super gallows humor. Yeah. You know, very, very, very dark. That's one thing that I that I think that there's been a lot of look. There's people who love the game and they're very protective of it, and I get that. I we, get I, it. we both played the game. Yeah, and so I, and I get it. I get being protective of it. But... Actually, I think the last one I played was Twisted Metal Black for PlayStation Two. Oh, it was Twisted a Metal Black. Yeah. Well, guys, I got news for you. Yeah. Twisted Metal One and Two are on the on PlayStation Plus. Hey, there you go. Hey, so if we you want to play, classics. snip snap. That's on there right now. Oh. But um, but people were like, oh, like this this is gonna be like, and I'm like, first of all. The show looks incredible. It looks mm-hmm. like a. It looks like they spent a lot of money on it, which they did, they I did. believe. And and uh, it's gory as hell. It's gory it's and so violent. Yeah, it's so violent. It's so violent. It's like shockingly violent. I was doing ADR, and MJ, our showrunner, Michael Jonathan Smith, great, who wrote great on guy. Cobra Kai. So it's that kind of like silly humor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, "Oh, do you want to watch part of the episode?" And it was the episode where you guys are in the DMV and Oh yeah. Sweet Tooth, one of the beloved characters from the game, mm-hmm. comes in and wreaks havoc and like it was I was like, ugh, whoa, ugh. like it's really <laughs> I mean to me I haven't seen anything that violent on TV since I watched Squid Game. Like Wow. It's like that. It's at that level of like, bleh, like it's gnarly. There was a scene last night where a guy jumps onto Anthony Mackie's car. And then the gun goes up between his legs, and they just shoot him through right, his, his crotch, his butthole, Ooh. and his balls. Yeah, but it's funny. Right, it's funny. Yeah. There's a joke <laughs> afterwards. I don't know how to explain. It. It's hard to explain to people. It's that very much in the style it. of tw- like Twisted Metal had dark and it's like, humor like that, de- like Deadpool. Yeah, it's yeah. that sort of like very violent, but also really silly, goofy. Yeah, humor. You know, Deadpool would like uh, fucking some of the food we had at home state. He loves chimichangas. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Deadpool does love chimichangas. Wags is not lying. I'm not. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> uh, we're talking about twisted metal. I know. Toy T podcast here that we're doing. Toy T, Toy T. But it, it, I, I, I. How did you feel going to? I mean, I guess in Brooklyn Nine Nine, you probably did some act. You did a lot of action. I did a stuff. little action. It yeah, but it was, like, it was. Yeah, it was a Fox show. It was. You know, it was yeah, like this I is mean, crazier we, stuff. We did. We definitely did have action. I think mm-hmm. most of it was focused on Andy's character, Jake Peralta. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, oftentimes the dudes get a lot more of the action stuff. It's sort of just part of the patriarchal system that we're in. Mm -hmm. But also he was a lead, so I get it. Um, But I wanted to do more. I I really was, like, hungry to do more. And, like, when I heard about the series, um, I heard about the series through my agents. And then MJ called me and sort of talked me through it. And I asked if I could read it all. And then I read it. I started reading it, and I couldn't stop. I read all ten episodes wow. basically in one day, and I started reading them out loud to my sister and husband. And I was like, ah, "What the fuck?" Like I was just <laughs> losing it. Um, um I, I read them all too. They're really good. They're It's really. It's great. It's, it's a lot really of fun. Bizarre and weird and cool, and the world that he kind of. It's like a, a sort of expanded world from the games I that's think. that was my thought about it too and M- M- michael jonathan smith he loves he loves the games loves he, the games he, the, the, like like i've been i've been lurking on the subreddit why because i've been on the twist oh, stay out of there i know i know i should stay out of there but i'm re- i want to see what people think about it and people are like oh they didn't do this or they didn't do that and i'm like wait till you see he does everything mm-hmm. you You've want seen him a to trailer you seen a trailer shut the fuck up yeah. for god's sakes yeah. but uh i i i'm with you i thought that it was i think that the show was a lot of fun and you're great in it and we had some we had some scenes together why yeah, we did we had quite a few scenes mm-hmm. together actually you kind of stabbed my character in the back a little bit i guess you could say <laughs> <laughs> you kind of deserve it i do kind of deserve mm. it it is i i'm not like a hundred percent a great guy i guess and so i'm, I'm all right but nobody in this world is no one's hundred percent no yeah. one everyone is but we were even doing we like we were pushing a car. We were like we pushed a yeah, car we together. We did, we, did, together. we did a bunch of shit. It was, the scenes in the the well, I guess this is coming. This this would this, be this like will be out today after, yeah, some point after we, where you've already watched it, so you you won't get any spoilies. But there was like a bunch of we had a bunch of cool locations. We shot all in New Orleans. There were a ton of cool locations. We were at the Louis Armstrong Airport. That was wild. That's right. The yeah. shutdown part of the airport, which was Whoa. really cool, it was like very ghosty in there. Yeah. We had to get like, didn't we? We have to. We had to like give in like our like ID information. Like it was like basically going to the airport. No, it was like going to the airport. It was like going to the airport, except this part of the airport that no one's in. Yeah, that's it was, weird. It was ghosty because like across the, the way we just saw yeah. planes. There was like planes yeah. across the way. Just and we were down below them. Where where like the bat? We were both. We were. This is true. We were. We were in like the baggage area yeah, we where they the put the bags the baggage on. Area, Whoa. Like, we saw how the sausage is made. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was very cool. It was a lot of that. It. it was very like shooting in New Orleans is really interesting because there are parts of the city that are just they'll never kind of come back because sure, of yeah. Katrina. And yeah. like so we shot in some of these parts of like freeway entrances that don't get used anymore. Yeah. Again, really ghosty, a lot of like ghosty feeling kind of vibes there was a house that we shot you didn't shoot that day but there was this house it was oh, yeah. so fucking creepy it was definitely haunted like definitely haunted look i i, I was what what was the, what was the place called that i was i said it i said it before the uh what are you talking about the the Be the, more specific. the hotel i was at was a uh Bloody Inn express no it's it was the hampton hampton inn hampton inn it was a hampton inn and it was like an old building and so the first day i was there i was in a room that i thought was haunted <laughs> In the Hampton Inn, so I was not. New Orleans is like extremely ghostly and, and haunted. A hundred percent. I felt that a lot down the there. The city. It's called the Crescent Shitty. Shitty. The Crescent Shitty. No, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry, New Orleans. It's called the Crescent City, but it's also kind of shaped like a bowl. Like the mm. way the city is shaped, it's shaped like a bowl. So there's this element of like. If you die there, how do you kind of climb out of the bowl? Yeah, like you know, there's it like collects. a lot of like it's it does collect energy and like 
hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah. A, Richard Cabral who plays uh, one of the characters in the show. He plays my brother. He had all these like really interesting theories about like spirits and fucking vibes and how things like stay in the city. And he was like, I gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> like, he, was, like, he was ready to go by the end of his of his shoot. I wow. I, 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 I that's truly at the hotel on the first day. I was like, this is spooky. But you guys also you shot at. They shot at a. I didn't shoot here, but they shot at a, a, a shut down theme, theme park. park. Whoa! It was that's super ghosty. Crazy. And there, there was were, gators there fucking, were fucking coming. Gators out. just walking across the way. There, people were like, "Be careful! There's gators. There's live gators." We were like, "What? What?" Careful now, mind the gator. Mind that's what they the did to that for real. Mind the gator, poor boy king. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Wait a minute, was, the security guard is a gator in disguise. I mean, I basically, <laughs> secret gator. <laughs> Oldest trick in the book down in the bayou. <laughs> the old secret data. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think I, you're you're fantastic in the show, and I think that people are going to really. I also like that the show is fun. I, the, the, it looks yeah, uh, yeah if, uh, you know, having seen the trailer, it, it like has that great sense of fun, and it, it, I've heard this from people who've seen the episodes as well. Fucking watch it. Trust me. For once, would you watch the show? Yeah, you should watch the show. You should watch the show. It's funny and fun and like. The fuck are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? You're jacking off. You've already watched all of Vanderpump Rules. It's also on Peacock. Just watch it. Jack off your boy Stu. Uh, can I can I ask real quick? Can I can I ask about uh, an actor I'm a huge fan of that uh, I uh, is in the show? Uh, Thomas mm-hmm. Hayden Church. Oh, yeah. Did yes. you have any interactions with him? Did you work Love with him at all? Love that guy. Love that guy. Many of your scenes were with him. I I I I, 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 I I thought that I was going to see him even more, and then I, I hang out, I hung out with Samoa Joe quite a bit. But I thought that I, I thought that because like the first week or so, you I was were, like with, ready to be best buddies. I was so Hayden ready to be. Church. And he, he like I talked to Thomas. He like he's like. And he was telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I looked at your IMDb. He's like, Doughboys. He, like, mentioned Doughboys. I was like, what the fuck? Why is that on an IMDb? Because fucking our idiot so listeners intense, put it on there. Though? Like, why is that so intense to think about him like being like, yeah, I looked at your IMDb. It fills me with fear. It's yeah, just, right? Yeah! He's so good. He's so he 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 has a presence. Uh, he does have a presence. But he everyone that the, the intimidating you guys. The, I mean, you and Ev Campbell and Anthony Mackie and Thomas. Come on, you know it's what? an all star cast. I, I had a scene where uh, my character was supposed to spit in Thomas's face. Oh my god! And it was COVID. You know, like a lot of COVID right. regulations. We were still doing that kind of stuff before we didn't have to really anymore. And. So I'm spitting like way over, you know, like way yeah. over and it doesn't look right and blah, blah, blah. And so like we're going to do it one more time. Like just get a little closer. But don't really spit. I fucking spit in his face, man. I hit him right in the eye. Oh, my That's God. Wild. It was so mortifying. I felt myself like melt down. And he just kept going because he's like a pro. But in my mind, I was like, I just spit in Oscar nominee Thomas Hayden Church's face. That's like in his face. That is crazy. Were they he's shooting just... his side too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Wow. Hey, probably looks good. Like, that was a pretty funny good when it spit. Happened. He was like, <laughs> he was like, for a second, he was pissed. He was like a little pissed, but then he sure, was, spit in your he face. He was totally cool about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's wild. He's, he's really intimidating to to. He also like. He's it's interesting. Every scene that what I would end after the scene, the actor would spit in my face, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if it was connected to what we did in the it scene. It definitely or... was. It was about your actual personality and oh, acting. Wow, of course, both, both things, <laughs> both. He was. He was. He, that he. He. He was great, and and I had a blast working with him. I love. I loved working with 
Joe, Samoa Joe too. Yeah, he was great. He was great, and you you spent a lot of time with Anthony. You and Mackie were together. Quite it was a bit. me and Mackie a lot of the time together, and because we're in a car, so you know, sure. the show is basically about the haves and the have-nots, and the haves have cars. Mm. Um, and it was him driving and me sitting shotgun for the majority of the shoot, and it was you know hot as fuck. Anthony sweats <laughs> so much. He sweats so <laughs> I don't really sweat. So the combination of those two things, I did. But did you see me? Like I wasn't really sweaty on camera. You weren't sweaty, and I was always. You were. were, It was hot. I'm glad everyone noticed that. (laughs) Uh, I uh, the I think wardrobe at one point. Who wardrobe was great. The wardrobe department was fantastic. But at one point, I had a I had like a kind of a beige brown shirt on. And they would like get a change of a shirt, and then eventually they're like, eh, "It's just gonna be like dark brown just leave now." It wet. Yeah, just, just we leave, leave it wet. wet. <laughs> there was and Joe was like, "They won't." They like they're like, "We need Joe sweaty in the scene." And then we were in his ice cream truck. Wags, this is you'll like this fact: an old U.S. Postal Service truck oh, yeah. that was redone to be an ice cream truck. Here's the crazy thing about that: no AC in a lot of those postal right. service trucks. That's Insane. So it'd be like a hundred. It was so fucking hot in that truck. It was crazy. We yep. would just sweat up immediately. Yep. Your guys' car wasn't. I don't think you guys had AC in that thing. No, either, right? it, yeah. we had AC that was dusty and had no coolant. Yeah. And then we also couldn't run it during the scenes because right. you can't run it when you're shooting. And then mm. finally they put some coolant in it and they turned it on and it like blew a shit ton of dust in my face. <laughs> like I took video of that. Me being like, <laughs> it was not a glamour. I mean, <laughs> I tell you what. You know, one of the things that always pisses me off about watching action is when the women in action have, like, this perfectly quaffed, like, waved hair. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the action wave. I fucking love that. I hate that (laughs) shit, man. I fucking hate it. And so the first day in the makeup trailer, in the the hair makeup trailer, I was like, look, I'm not usually a diva, but I am going to be a diva about this. I want to look dirty. I want to look like it's... The post-apocalyptic time yeah, right. this is set in. I want to look like my hair hasn't been washed and my face is kind of scrungy. Mm-hmm. I want to look like I took the end of a match, burned it, and then like rubbed the soot on my eyes as makeup. And that's what they did. I look. I look. That's how I look. I in love the it. Series. That's yeah. that, that. And that's how you're supposed to look. You're I, supposed to look. Like I was telling you earlier that fuck. we watched the first two episodes last night again. I've already said that, but I was I was saying to you like the thing that was harder for me to watch is like. I was like, oh, I kind of just look like shit. But that's what you're supposed to you look like. You have to look like shit, man. You're supposed to look like shit. Is there any – does your character interact with any food? Because, look, it's a food podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to tie it back to food. Mm. I'll say this. Love that. When I make my appearance on the scene, wise, I am food. I'm about to be eaten. That's right. <laughs> and then Anthony Mackie also eats a seal. Uh, yep. But do, do, you have, do you have any food interactions? Oh, we have a whole scene that's in a, a burger <sighs> joint. Yeah. We had a whole scene that was shot in a burger joint. An abandoned burger joint um, in the in the show. There's like a sect of people that have decided that the second coming will be the burger lords, <laughs> sort of. Like Not that. the yeah, restaurant like in Highland Park. We should sign up for it. But we're trapped in this like we're we're sort of trapped in this burger joint, and we find a couple burgers in the freezer along with maybe some bodies. Oh yeah. And we eat those burgers, and well, and uh, we shot for quite a while in that burger joint. It was. Hot in there as well. This brings up a good point. Wags, you should tell her your thing about human flesh, if you wouldn't mind. You would eat it. I would. I, yeah, I would eat human flesh. <laughs> oh, no. I've, look, what, anytime I've oh, read first-person no. accounts of eating a person, 
they have said like it is like the sweetest meat. Oh my! God. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't I want to, I wouldn't cannot. want to go out of my way. But if it was like, oh, hey, no, no, hold on, he wouldn't go out of his way. <laughs> but if it was a situation where it's like, hey, this is a, the we, this is a person. Unbelievable. You want to eat some? Right. I try it. I try to warn you that the podcast is bad and we're oh both my weird. God, that's so funny. Fuck. Oh my god. Uh, uh, also, in the, it, here's the here's fuck? a question. How did that even come up in your conversations? <laughs> when were you like, so would you like eat a calf? I, like, I, I think that he honestly just brought like, up like, cold shoulder. turkey. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, no. Mitch. I'd like to eat a person. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's they get served on the show. They get served white tiger because mm-hmm. they're at the, they're at a casino. Uh, and that was gross. Would you? Oh, was like the actual well, meat gross? It was or actual the white tiger, and it was disgusting. <laughs> wow, it was. It was just like slightly undercooked because I needed to look red. Sure, yeah, and I, I'm like a very much. I gotta, I gotta have my steak well done. I know it's not the way that's supposed to happen, but I gotta, okay. I gotta well done my steak because my mom would undercook steak or overcook it, and it just fucked me up for life. So. Yeah. So in that scene where I look, I'm really that's some of the best acting in my career. Like it, I was like, you were horrified. Yeah, I was not having it, but I look like I am. That's wow. that's yeah. that was great acting. A great yeah. acting throughout. Would you eat white tiger if cooked properly? If cooked, I think so. I think <laughs> it prepared would. Prepared for you. All right, you would do. I it. mean, this the, like like you, like we've been in a situation. I don't really. I try not to eat meat in general. But if we're in a situation where we're sharing food and I you're like, I'm gonna throw out the rest of this. I try not to eat meat in general, but I'd eat a human being. <laughs> I'd eat a person. <laughs> Here's the problem. This is the problem. You are uh, starving yourself for meat, and uh, wow. now you've got a taste for fucking humans. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what. <laughs> is that what happens? I think that's what happened. <laughs> All right. You and Sweet Tooth would get along great. <laughs> Uh, it is an it is an awesome cast. I mean, like everything I've seen looks looks really great. Obviously, a ton of people, a ton of funny people are in it. A ton of funny people have written for it. Uh, we're part of the writing staff right. and past Doughboys guests. Uh, and uh, I, you know, people should check it out. All episodes are on Peacock. Uh, anything else about the show that we missed? Anything else you want to cover? Mm. No, mm. you should watch it. Did we say that? I think I, I think one of the things I think I'm excited for people to see is how smart it is. I wow. mean, I know it's yeah. very dumb, like dumb yeah. humor. But there's a a very um, he doesn't the writing staff on that show doesn't dumb things down. It figures that you are smart enough to figure out the story behind the story, and I I prefer television that doesn't assume that I'm an idiot. Sure. And mm-hmm. I think this is that kind of TV. Like you're caught up in this fun story, but you're also there's like a little sense your little sense in the back of your brain that like. Uh, maybe this is about this is about more than just this. This is kind of like about what what we're living right now. Yeah, you know? kind of the opposite of the Doughboy stance, where we think our listeners are dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's cars in it. You fucking idiots you like that, right? Like people driving around, fucking fighting, you dipshits. Check no, it out. You're right. It's, it's analogous to the bad world we live in yeah. in many ways. But it's 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 great. I think people don't know what it is yet and are like who is in the middle of the show I think they're going to be blown away and be blown away by you and you're so funny and, and great that's real and so, nice that's, that's the truth r- that's real nice just the truth thanks friend well that's congrats on the show thanks and I'm excited to check it out you myself you better fucking watch it I will watch, watch it you think it. I'm going to watch it I support my friend's projects alright that's enough <laughs> bye <laughs> hey buddy it's Weiger breaking chews Get Played, the video game podcast I co-host with Heather Ann Campbell and Matt Apodaca is now right here on HeadGum. 
Listen to Heather, Matt, and me, Wags, talk about good games, bad games, and every game in between every Monday. Get played on HeadGum. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. Sources for the intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum podcast. <laughs>